0: Ranked, it's the one that's sixty nine twenty four. Okay, mm-hmm. the, the grayscale version. It's ranked like.
1: All right, so we're pausing this interview right now because now finally Jesse J has caught up and he's in studio with us.
2: See what ha- happened was there was some rain, some flash flooding work. You know, hmm. flashing, flashing. Yes, flashing. Lots of flashing. Lots of flashing
1: going on. Yeah, it's hard to drive. That's what a manual. Jesse does for work. Yeah, it's. Hard to bands. drive a
2: manual transmission and flash people. It's it's really difficult. It's challenging. It's it takes skill. Hard. Yeah, wicked skill. Like
1: shift open trench coat. Shift open trench coat. <laughs> um. Uh, so right now, uh, like I said, Jesse has joined us live in studio. Uh, we have Herbert Eric Stevens here with us, still live in studio. Hey, okay. um, who is willingly kidnapped? Um, I gotta throw that out there so I don't get locked up. Um, also too, Jesse J and I have, well, I kidnapped the station pretty much, um, started off at 3 PM and now Jesse's joining me for a listening audience out there, not used to hearing us during the middle of the day. Um, right now it's currently going on kind of close to five. It's like 40 till Jesse J and I, we host Paraprobe radio. We're live every Saturday, 6 PM, to 7 PM Eastern standard time. We talk about everything paranormal, conspiracy theories, ghost hunting, uh, Bigfoot, aliens, aliens probing, uh, aliens probing Bigfoot, just whatever.
2: Bad mushroom trips.
1: Yeah, bad Stuff mushroom like trips. That. The whole nine yards. Silent Simon. Yeah. And, uh, in the, in the midst of our travels, we came across, uh, which you've been listening to the, the prior interview we've been playing on air with, uh, Mr. Herbert Eric Stevens. And we decided, well, today, the, uh, the powers that be were not in studio, so I kidnapped the <laughs> keys to the <laughs> studio. And we jumped on air and went live. And we've been running since 3 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be running all the way to 7 p.m. Eastern tonight, like our normal time for our normal hour from 6 to 7. But uh Jesse and I, <laughs> this is by far one of the craziest interviews we've ever done.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, no, I was actually taken aback by it. You know, I tried to fact check him, tried to get that gotcha moment, and uh, won't know gotcha.
1: Yeah, no gotcha.
2: Nope.
1: Nope. Even looked to see if he had an OnlyFans. Nothing,
2: nothing to
0: to quote the police department uh, officer when they came by my house to try and physically drag me out over all of this. He read uh, the Pepper Hamilton papers that proved that I had invented a television game show uh, that Jeffrey Zucker, okay, had actually ran on NBC. And I had a Philadelphia law firm uh, named Pepper Hamilton take the show down, right? Mm -hmm. So the officer, he reads the Pepper Hamilton papers and he looks at me and he says, my God, man, this is all real.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like a bad movie quote, but it's real. Can you imagine me and that cop at that time?
2: Oh, dude! I no, I couldn't because at that point, be worried about your job.
1: I know I'd be like awkward. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's like, look, I'm gonna just go ahead and resign. I'm gonna retire early. Yeah. So I don't get shot.
1: Yeah. So, uh long story short. We're, like I said, live here in the studio with, you know, Mr. Herbert Eric Stevens. Um, I've been kind of listening to our old show, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, uh, to be real, half the time I never remember half the stuff that comes out of our mouths when we're on air. Right. You know, so like, you know, I was kind of getting like this refresher listening to the show again, you know, mm-hmm. as it's been playing on air. And there's a few things that really kind of like, you know, struck a chord with me. One, Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. Really screw book people over, obviously. Huge,
3: mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, huge.
1: well, at least in your story with this, it, it seems to be. Um, yeah, but second- you know
0: how they get away with it here because of the one thing that people are worldwide. I mean, people are basically good and trusting people. Yeah. Okay. And anytime I have pointed out to book authors and some who are like scholarly book authors. They say, well, you know, I got my uh, royalty check from Amazon, and I say to them, well, how do you know
2: that it's correct? Mm -hmm. And they say, because I trust them. No, you have to trust but verify. You always have to. This is why,
1: like, I'm cynical. I don't trust anybody. (laughs) It it should be the largest
0: uh, uh, class action lawsuit in the history of the world, because if they will take every single dime from me,
1: Okay. Not true. The biggest class action lawsuit should be against the people that created Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But, anyways. Well,
0: well, well, they should maybe be second in line. I think this might be a little bit bigger. But, uh, you know. Okay, I'll give you that. If in the event I'm supposed to get 35% and they keep it all, okay, this is running 52 months consecutively, okay? Mm -hmm. They're selling this book all over the world. The royalties are north. of one hundred million dollars. So you're going to tell me that the guy who is selling his Kindle book for ninety-nine cents, they're not keeping an extra penny. The guy who's selling his book for fourteen ninety-five, they're not keeping an extra quarter.
1: You know what? I've realized something too. Mm. Kidding me? Payroll companies. Oh yeah. Really pay attention to how much they actually pull out of your check. Yeah. You know for for doing your payroll. Oh yeah. Because I've been noticing like, a, according to what I'm supposed to be making, right? And then what actually goes to my account is right. always like $24 short every time.
0: Well, the other thing with, with huh. when you talk yeah. about them Been deducting money from paychecks, you know, even every single tax comes off the top number. They yeah. don't take it off of what's happened after, you know, the yeah, tax Yeah, they, they, got they, they theirs. Take it they off. all go back to the top.
1: Yeah, they take it so off.
0: they're all taken off of the gross.
1: Yeah, they take know. it off the gross. Right, yet. right. Even though, even yeah, though that gross is no
0: longer. Even though that gross is no longer. We
1: have no longer
0: 100%.
2: Uncovered the biggest embezzlement scheme, ever. Payroll.
1: Payroll. Payroll, Payroll scams. I
0: don't know, man. I don't know. Seriously, I think I seriously think. For example, uh, Barnes and Noble. Their problem is is by law, based on the barcode that they're using, they have to publish on the book what printing it was from, under the code of batch. In other words, what batch, mm-hmm. and they have to put the quantity of how many they print. Well, and I'll Amazon s- does not. OK, so Amazon, this guy, he's literally putting zeros on the backs of the book. You know, what, I'm going
1: to get your. Permission, real quick, to sure. take your picture of you oh, in the studio with us. Absolutely, I want to show people you're actually absolutely. live in studio. And then we're going to give sure. them your address sure. Sure. and sure. completely yeah, right. dock yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. That's, All right. pretty, that's been done.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Silicon Valley did that like four and a half years ago. Yeah. Didn't work, you know. Nope. But yeah, well, especially so, when
2: they called you a white guy.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that <laughs> well, was pretty the, interesting. Well, here's yeah. here's the other. I forgot thing.
1: about that part. Yeah,
0: it's in it, Google it. So here's the other thing. <laughs> what you got to understand is, is Herbert
1: Eric Stevens, white.
0: Yeah, right. Don't get, if go. in the event they'll, they'll go, oh, that's stuck on the outside guy. Yeah. oh, we All so. of a sudden my tweets
1: aren't wanting to load.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. So the thing about it is, is if in the event at Barnes and Noble, they have to list on there how many books that they've actually printed in that batch run. There's, you know, they're kind of some kind of way held accountable. Okay. Yeah. But over at Amazon you got to understand something, man. This guy, he has a dashboard, and let's say he says to you in, his ro- in your royalty check that you sold 1,000 books. Well, what if you sold 5,000? Your dashboard says 1,000. So what are they doing? They look at the dashboard, and they trust it, and they believe it. Mm-hmm. Well, my dashboard shows I'm not selling any books.
2: Yet and still,
0: go to Amazon India. That sucker's selling over there for five hundred
2: bucks a copy. Yeah, and it was sold out last time we spoke. Yeah, it was so, completely sold out due yeah. to popular demand. And Dude, since out. I
0: last saw you, I saw on I, <laughs> if you Google me, you can actually find this one place that shows you where they're selling the books in the foreign market. Mm-hmm. Okay, they supposedly have two copies that are used over in united kingdom and they're selling them for 142 dollars a
2: pop used wow okay dude there's all kinds of uh, there's your interview on youtube that's super dope yeah uh let's see a moment with aaron fleming all kinds of stuff the gritty hour yeah yeah look at this goodreads you're on goodreads bro yeah Oh wow dude and he's everywhere like yeah. before there was zero yeah there was, was literally was there was crickets. literally nothing last time I googled you and yeah, it, was it was nothing crickets, yeah,
1: still no advance well,
0: that's that's what I was telling no. chance before you got here is is like once I did the paraprobe interviews, it's like this thing took off, man, this thing took off because people uh because the thing with you two is is that people don't know whether or not it's it's true or whether it's not. Okay, so the people who did the interviews with me following you guys, these guys actually fact checked everything. These guys did their homework. And when you look at the one that was done on the Gritty Hour or that was uh, popped up on um, YouTube and what have you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those two gentlemen from upstate New York, man, they actually pulled original documents out of the book and put them up on screen. And they said and he literally said, Whether or not you guys believe this wild, wicked story, Mr. Stevens has documents to back up and support everything that he's saying.
1: Now, my question is, besides like radio shows, podcast shows and such, you know, stuff like that, who all has actually reached out to you over this story? I mean, like, 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 since we've interviewed you, like, like,
0: well, you got to understand until I saw Valerie Silver here at WWPR, I had been trying for more than four years to get this story out. I mean, I contacted every network, I contacted uh, TV stations, I contacted newscasters. What was the usual
1: response you got?
0: Nobody wanted to touch it.
1: Yep. They, no, they like of just not. verbally no, tell you no, like yeah, you know the, we don't the, want to touch the, it or yeah, they just well, won't respond yeah, back well, or
0: well you know well uh, you know so then the book comes out all the proof is in the book the books being taught at college and universities all around and they're like well you know you're still talking you know the bill gates is and the rockefellers and the jeff bezos and, and, and you know well you got a good story you know but it's like well it would be a conflict of interest for us to like wait in so they, you, know, you know we're not going to
2: touch it well <laughs> and that's why independent and independent 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 media matters i mean like people like us people like i don't know tim pool joe rogan stuff like that people who are completely independent of the system not affiliated with anything yeah just they don't have anything to gain by lying right so like we don't care enough about the system to actually be like oh yeah no we're not going to touch that no we want to hear these stories we want to know like we're always searching for the truth.
1: Just like I told Jesse when you first came to us about this whole thing, I told him, I said, look, regardless if it's true or not, and this right. to be fair and to be honest, sure. and you yeah, know yeah. me, I'm blunt. I'm, right. I'm as tactful as a jackhammer.
3: Right.
1: That it's an interesting story regardless. Right. So I want to hear it. I right. want to hear what you have to say. Now, the back end of it being is, well, if it is true. We just stumbled on one hell of a story. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did. You did. You did. You did. Because the interesting
0: thing is, imagine if I were lying. Imagine if everything I wrote in that book was a
2: lie. Okay. Yeah. I have been drawn and quartered in oh, the yeah. town lawsuits, square. Lawsuits like crazy. For I mean, days because I name names. I'm even surprised that because usually, even when it is true, right? These people, because they are loaded, that's right. That's right. they will tangle you up in lawsuits that's and right. just keep pressing it forward, pressing that's it right. forward, making you spend all the money you got right. until you can't fight them anymore. And, right. that, See, and that's the and way. That is the big disparity between like. Yeah. You know, the elite and like just normal people. And that's what a lot of people aren't understanding right now is right. we don't have a political problem in this country. We have an elite problem Absolutely. that is like trying to literally market everybody. We are the product. Humans oh, yeah. are the product right yeah. now. And yeah. that, that there is no like divide or whatever. No, people think they're divided because they're buying different products. It's like, exactly. Hey, I like Pepsi better than Coke. You know, and that's exactly what it is.
1: Racist. Hmm. I just said that because you like Pepsi.
2: I don't like either
1: one. Okay.
2: I like Mountain Dew. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Homophobe. No, 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 no.
1: Yeah, for me, I uh, I, I agree with you completely, man. the uh, we we have been sold out. That's what we are. We listen, have been dude, completely oh, pent out and sold.
0: Listen, let me tell you something. The things that I put in print about Bill Gates. If they were not true, it would be everywhere. Oh yeah. You, okay, the things that I have said and put in print about Jeff, or Bezos, you wouldn't exist if they exist. were not true. Okay, mm-hmm. forget about that. Okay, you know these boys fight in, you know they fight in the courts. They take everything to the court system, right? Yeah. Okay, so they don't why, even why make it to courts. the court. They,
1: they have lawyers who represent them
3: and take not in courts. the court
2: system. If I was lying, okay, it's always one or yeah. the other. Either it goes to the court. Or they bury you. They pay yeah. money to like Google yeah. because you know, you know that Google, Amazon. Oh, Google's oh, in
0: on it. Yeah, Google's they're, in they're all together yeah, on it. Yeah, and yeah. If they, oh, they were
2: all in it from day one.
0: I got I, listen,
2: dude. I was hacked by LinkedIn, Google, and Microsoft. Same day, exact same time. For some reason, they don't care enough about it because you still show up on a Google search. Oh, absolutely. Otherwise, we'd have to use like one of the well, other. That's because in the in the
1: big picture, in the big picture here, well, let's the, be fair, the, let's be real. Okay. The
0: Problem is, is it's no, gotten, no, no, no. It's gotten big, man. No, here,
1: here's the thing. The, the the big picture of all this. We are at a local AM station here in Bradenton. Sorry? Okay.
3: Right.
1: We don't make a big enough spark in order to garner their attention. Now, however. The Internet is infinite. It only takes one to pick it up and run with it yeah. that has the name, yeah. that has the poll, Yeah. and then it goes global. Then right. it winds up going viral. It goes everywhere.
3: Right.
1: And, well, with our reach and all the people that's not currently institutionalized, Right. there is a good chance that this could actually be picked up eventually.
0: Well, eventually it needs to be.
1: I mean, this is. And you know, the thing about it is,
0: is, is is when you talk about book royalties, I am hardly the only one being ripped off. Oh yeah, I I guarantee every one of them are. I guarantee. I guar. Listen, and you know what's interesting is every day, what do you see? You see Jeff Bezos is dumping stock in Amazon left and right. How many Amazon commercials
2: can't get rid of it fast? Oh, on average, all the time, hourly, probably like
0: eight. Can't remove himself from Amazon fast enough.
2: Yeah. Oh, he—he'll okay. probably want up the yeah. next one divorced like Bill Gates.
0: Yeah. Oh no, he is
2: divorced. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Absolutely.
1: See? Tada!
2: Man, under oh, yeah. a rock, bro. Absolutely. But you know yeah. what's interesting? The, uh, the, the
1: funny thing is, his wife, then when they got divorced, took half. Got half. Yeah. Still was the richest man. <laughs>
0: yeah, but guess what? <laughs> yeah. She's got some of my money too. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The She's rates, got some of my money. Reach out
1: to her. Maybe she'll get to I you. really, yeah. I really wish.
2: Yeah, Mrs. We Bill were Gates. Had,
0: Mrs. Bill Gates has some of my money too.
2: I, I okay. really wish we had, like, video. The look on those dudes yeah. was, like, big old wide yeah, eyes, you like. think about that. Yeah, that's right. You think I said it. That. I said, said it. about that. Give it you up, think bitch. About that. <laughs> well, you think,
0: well, you think about it. I mean, seriously, okay, you're going to tell me that in the divorce settlements that uh, they didn't get some of my money, too? You better freaking believe they got some of my money, too.
1: Oh, trust me. If Jesse and I got divorced, there's going to have to be a, a fight in court for who gets custody of you, so.
0: Yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: We'll figure it out. I
0: like to think I get to keep at least a third of the rights.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys are you know like what?
2: 66 and a half. 66 and a half?
1: Yeah. Uh, or
2: this, would it be 66 this and two thirds? Good.
0: Yeah, it'd be 66 and two thirds, I think. No. I'll fight you for
1: it. It'd be more like a 40-40-20.
0: No, well, you got to flip for it.
1: <laughs> Y'all are dumb. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, we're coming up on the top of the hour here in the next couple of, like, literally, couple minutes. They'll be doing the the uh the station ID thing, yeah. and so uh, yeah, early, yeah, because earlier I completely forgot about it, and it came up right in the middle of the show. Ah, we got yeah. hijacked. Think, yeah. yeah, we got hijacked. We got hijacked after hijacking. Yeah. So it's like a hijacked. Hijack,
0: so we go to episode three.
1: And there it is.
2: You're listening to AM
1: 1490 WWPR, Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa Bay. I mean, hey, a legit question. Are we going to episode three? Uh,. I don't see why not. I mean, we yeah. at, at this past interview, we went ahead and we just kind of ended it where it was on the one that yeah, was on here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, that's for them. It was right <laughs> after the Barnes and Nobles thing that you were right. talking about on here anyway. So we've right. already pretty much now covered that again anyways. Right, right, right. So we don't yeah. need to go back to it. We can go ahead and jump on to mm-hmm. Section 3 of the interview. Um, the but thing, I do
0: want to say one thing, though. Shoot. Okay, the last copy of my book that I saw that was printed in April. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now remember, it's a print-on-demand book, so that means if you order one copy, they should only print one. Yeah. Okay. Shows that Barnes and Noble printed in one batch one thousand two hundred and fifty
2: copies. Book sales are up, baby. At
0: that's eighty-eight right. fifty-four. That's over a hundred and ten grand, of which thirty-eight thousand belongs to me. I haven't seen a dime.
1: That's so that's can right, Somebody, boss.
2: please pay this man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so- printing.
1: So that's right, folks. If you want to sell your book or wind up in a lawsuit, make sure you come on Paraprobe. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right, guys. So we're going to be uh, cutting this again, and we're going to be jumping back into uh, our interview, number three, with Mr. Herbert Eric
0: Stevens. But I can't believe that people are so naive to think that they can trust Jeff Bezos. Uh, Uh,
2: I don't think anybody really trusts him.
0: Well, when I ask these guys, and they tell me, well, we got our royalties, and I say, well, how do you know they're correct? Well, I trust them. And I look at them and they have this sheepish look like they're three year olds. I trust them.
1: Okay. Right.
2: Little, are little. they actually getting paid like good money or like are they like hey, you where they, they're not hey, where they're hey, getting no, peanuts? Listen. Okay, I, if if
0: you were, wouldn't you be boasting how much you got? Yeah. Okay,
2: well I haven't heard anything. Bro, for me Actually God. probably not. I'd probably hide it and stash it and disappear. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for me, I trust well, let's see here. I trust my wife. I do. Yeah. Um I trust Jesse
2: shouldn't i trust you uh
1: i trust anthony i trust jay i trust john that's about the end of my list <laughs> literally that's about the only people on this planet i haven't I trust.
0: gotten past jesus and god yet myself because people
2: yeah people are sketchy he don't even trust us bro Oh, yeah, him. I do. Yeah, actually, I,
0: actually you know.
2: Not I enough do, for money. No, no. Actually,
0: <laughs> I do because the proof in it was when I came in that day and I asked you guys if you had done your homework and both of you said no. And I was sitting here and I said, geez, I guess I'm going to have to trust these guys. Yeah, but dude, we so, worked yeah. with we you. Yeah, you did fine. You did yeah, fine. Yeah, but we
1: worked with you here in this station for uh-huh. at least probably, uh, what, about four, maybe about four weeks until that time, yeah. right? Yeah, it was a couple yeah, of yeah. weeks. Yeah. A couple of yeah, weeks, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. then you finally told us you were black. Yeah. You took all that time.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's not one of those things that I normally share. You know, I normally I just walk around. You know, if people pick it up, they do. If they don't, hey, it's. We
1: not like on our me. friends to be open with us. Well, you didn't tell us. You know, you know, and I, and I and I
0: purposely didn't wear a
1: mask. Okay, fine. So, all right, so we're rolling into episode three, and check it out. Here we are. Here we go. I know, I like them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, how you doing, Mister? It's Eric? great.
1: For, I I can't forget the people that I like because it's a small list, Of the people that can't stand that's like really long. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: Hi. How are you? <laughs> All right. Uh well uh we're uh back with
1: you for Man, the we gotta
0: stop meeting like this.
1: Yeah. I know, people are starting to talk to wondering where my money's going. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um so a very good cause. <laughs> so look, uh we're we're gonna put a pretty
2: bow on this and uh set it up for whatever the hell happens next, I guess, because okay, uh, okay. story's story is still ongoing. And we did some chit-chatting earlier today, and um, he was showing me how, like, there has been sales on his books mm-hmm. because there's a ranking, there's reviews, there's all kinds of other crap. Yeah. But it's not showing up on his, you know, apps that say, hey, you know, this is the companion app for, like, Amazon, for an Amazon creator or mm-hmm. whatever, and it's all showing Zip Zero Zilch, and that's like 100% verifiable because, like, confirmed purchase reviews on Amazon.
1: Like, yeah. It's like, whoa. So you have all these confirmed purchases for your book and everything else, and still not seeing a penny. And it's sold out in Europe.
2: Really? Legit. Like, these are these – are, It's crazy, man. Those are the things, like, we were able to legitimize. Or There there was some back and forth. I'm not going to lie. There was some back and forth between us about, like, hey, you know, is this legitimate or is this verifiable or could this be something else? And I don't want to put it out there that, like, there's something else out there well, or, or some other explanation well, that here, can
0: be – here's the thing. Um, if you went back to – the book came out on the um, – 22nd of March in 2018, okay? By May, that thing was ranking number one across, like, 35 different search engines. You could go to Amazon and you could type in the word documentation. 25,000 books would load. I'd be ranking number one. Didn't matter if it was over at your friend's house, somebody at work, someone in mm-hmm. school, uh, clients or customers that I met in the field in their living rooms. You know, I told them I wrote a book and I'd say, okay, pull up Amazon. They'd pull up Amazon. I'd say, uh, type in the word biography. 100,000 books would load. And sitting there at number one, literary documentation. Book one, stuck on the outside. My personal quest to become an integral part Of The American Dream by Herbert Eric Stevens. That Be Me.
1: Yep. And to put this out there real quick to our listening audience, for anybody who's new who's joined along with our show, uh, because we've been picking up a lot of new followers, too, uh, like every show that we do. Yeah. Uh, And not to mention, in fact, too, I mean, for people out there who are crushing and snorting Xanax, if you are falling asleep before the show comes on, um, you have really missed a hell of a story for, like, the last two shows. I mean well it's true people do do that um so anyways with that happening uh this gentleman do you get this stuff i don't know i've never tried to figure my brain out if i do then i will get lost in some weird world um but anyways long story short you know uh mr stevens we've had on the show now for this our third show correct um and he has had one crazy story and I don't want to say it's a story because the story is, you know, non fiction or it is fictional. You know, this is more non-fiction.
0: Oh, it's one hundred percent non-fiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- this yeah. is a That's
1: situation. About, right? Yeah, this is a situation with this book where he has been. <laughs> you know, I'm going to see if I can paraphrase this, so it may not sure. sound perfect, but I'm no. paraphrasing to catch people up, right? So we can roll on, right? All right. Long story short, the man basically created the app of GPS, not talking about GPS, but like the app of GPS to go for your phone to help you find your way around. No, it's bigger than that. I'm just starting from there. So screwed up, screwed over from there all the way up to, you know, a senator, all the way through to, you know, the the whole point of um, uh, Garmin, you know, military company, you know, that makes a lot of military products, uh, basically stealing it in a sense. Uh, moving up to Bill Gates being involved, moving over to <laughs> a whole lot of other very big name important people, and then turn right around, this whole tell-all book that he has wrote has been completely undermined and pushed under the carpet basically from Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, and all the other high-ranking you know book companies.
2: Yeah, with legitimately confirmed sales, but no... But no royalties, no nothing.
1: Yeah, so... So, like I said, we're we're paraphrasing this just for the people that's catching up today's show.
2: And he also had some time with uh, former President Trump as what? What were you doing for Trump?
0: Oh, okay. So, my foray into the uh, Trump arena began the day that Trump actually came down the escalator. And I got up off of my couch and I sent an email and I said, hey, if he's serious about running, you know, send me an email. I'd be honored to help. Right. So about three months, they, they sent me an email back and they said, hey, we'll let you know, you know, when we're ready to go. So, OK, fine. Three months later, I get an email. It says, hey, Herbert Eric Stevens, would you like to come to Contra Hawk in Pennsylvania and work in our phone room for Donald Trump? And I said, nope. About a month goes by, and they said, Hey, Herbert Eric Stevens, would you like to come to northern New Jersey, New Brunswick, and work in the phone room for, you know, Donald Trump? And I said, Nope. About two weeks after that, I get an email that says, Hey, Herbert Eric Stevens, would you like to come to Trump Tower? And I said, Now nah, you're talking my yep. language. Man. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Uh the last six months of the campaign for uh, two days a week, I would get in my Jeep and I would drive to Manhattan. And I actually uh, worked in Trump Tower uh, in the phone room, making phone calls to help people, you know, vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. So my son says to me the, the evening before the first time I'm going up, he says, so what do you think is going to happen, Dad? I said, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I said, I'm going to get there. I'm going to outwork everybody who's there. I said, by the end of the night, one or two things is going to happen. They're either going to figure out who I am, I said, or they're going to think I know something and ask me if I have any good ideas. So first day I get there, man, they introduce me. They put me on the phone. and I'm just making phone calls. Hey, would you like to vote for president? I'm sorry, for the future president, you know, Donald John Trump. Okay, so for those of you who don't know his middle name, it's John. So Donald John Trump, right? And uh, so you're just hanging up, picking up, making a call, making a call, right? So uh, something kind of struck me a little funny. But anyway, man, let me tell you guys, I didn't take a break. I went bell to bell. I did 10 hours straight on the phone, just picking it up, dialing, next one, next one, next one. So I'm the last guy who hangs up. So the lady says to me, she says, "Um, you know, Eric you seem like you might know something, and they really could use some help upstairs. I said, really? She said, yeah. She said, so if if you have any ideas, you know, I really, really would really appreciate it. I said, well, listen, I'm going to the hotel. I'll tell you what. I said, I'm going to be back tomorrow to do a second day here. I said, when I come back, I said, if I got anything, I'll let you know. She said, okay, fine. So the next night I go in and I say, "Uh, do you have a piece of paper? And she says, yeah. I said, yeah, I think I figured it out. I said, I'll be back in 30 minutes. So I go sit down and I'm making phone calls and now I'm doing my graphs and my chart and stuff like that. 30 minutes, I hang up the phone, I walk over, I hand her the sheet of paper. She looks at it. She looks at the lady who's sitting next to her and shows it to her. And they both look at each other and they go, my God, we've got to get this upstairs right now. So they take off, right? I go right back to the phone, sit down. I start hammering the phone, sure. making my calls. Now, you guys know what it feels like when all of a sudden somebody's looking over your shoulder? Every day. Okay. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah so, I'm feeling this thing.
0: <laughs> so I'm feeling this thing over my shoulder and I turn. And all the suits are now downstairs, and they're standing behind me, mm-hmm. right? And I looked up at them. I said, I don't know what you're standing here looking at me for. I already gave you the formula. The technology exists. All you got to do is go ahead and go upstairs and reroute everything in your phone system, and then you can use it in every office across the United States. I said, I guarantee you, we'll be fine. They're like, okay. So I leave it. I go right back to the to What the did phone. you give them? Huh? I'm going to tell you. So I go right back to the phone. Right. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. Okay. so the next week when I come in, they say, oh, excuse me, Eric, when you make phone calls tonight, we've changed it. This is what we're now doing. And I said, yeah, of course it is. Right. So what had happened was they were reaching. Okay. first of all, the goal when you're calling for a candidate. Mm-hmm. is to do what is to get that candidate into every every house
1: yep every, every house you can get a hold right? of
0: yep okay but we all know nobody answers the phone everybody mm-hmm. has right. what? an answering answer machine, machine. right yep. but everybody does what they listen to the answering machine mm-hmm. everybody does that's I why don't. they have it right I don't. okay <laughs> So I
2: literally... Don't listen to one voicemail.
0: Yeah, yeah, most people people do, okay? Most do. We're talking about answering machines that are in people's homes, you know, in 2016 when a lot of people still had landlines, okay? So what happened was they were only reaching 17% on their phone calls because if you got an answering machine, guess what you were instructed to do? Hang up. Hang up. Right? So I told him, I said, look, man, if you guys will simply just leave a message.
1: I know you just thought the same thing I did.
0: Yeah. I said, if yeah. you guys will leave a message, I said, guess what's going to happen when an old Jeb in Kentucky answers the phone? He's going to say, Margo, Donald John Trump from Manhattan is on our answering machine. Come listen to this. I got to go tell my friend Zeb. Hey, Zeb. You ain't never going to believe who's on our answer machine, man. It's Donald Trump. Come on over to the house and, 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 and take a listen. And they literally said that people were coming out of the back hills voting for Trump who had not voted in 30 and 40 years. Now, when I tweaked that thing, when I first sat down, they were getting 17% penetration. When I tweaked that
2: thing, that sucker <laughs> went to eighty percent You know what than
1: say that in front of us, but whatever. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. well that thing
3: went to 80%. Tweaked oh, that thing,
1: tweet huh? Tweet that thing, <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. All right, so tuning uh, right back out to our listening audience here. Did I just say tuning out? Okay, letting you guys know what we're tuning doing. Tuning out? Yeah, we're tuning you out. Um, this is Chance Hancock from Paraprobe with Jesse J. Yo. Yeah, this is Spock to my Captain Kirk. We are currently live in studio, and we have Herbert Eric Stevens with us live <laughs> in studio. We've been playing this past interview since 3 o'clock today because, unfortunately, um, the owner was out of the studio, and I was not, so I took over. Um, see what happened. Was. See what happened was that back window was not locked. So, uh, <laughs> always remember to lock that back window. It's not breaking and entering if it's not locked. It's only entering. It's
2: only entering. Yeah.
1: So we that currently, is fair. yeah, we uh, we hijacked the station and started doing our own show today um this has been a a four-hour show now with paraprobe so for you program directors out there and such from other radio stations this <laughs> is showing that us? we can do a four-hour show no problem absolutely all right. yes absolutely clothing optional we will be there uh, all right we're, and we're taking herbert eric stevens with us yes clothing optional for him too so when we get there <laughs> well we got to make it fair all right so we're just letting you guys know out there that, uh, I, I don't want to get too much in our own personal business. We don't have a contract with anyone. If you ever wanted to pick us up and pay us, that, you know, we, we can do our shows for you too. Uh, we do also do live broadcasts. We uh, oh. MC events. Yeah. We, we are a media horse. I will definitely admit that in a heartbeat. Um, uh, we can be bought. Just letting you know.
2: Um, speaking of can be bought with uh, food or money, what do we have to do to get on the first page of a Google search? Cause we are on the second page and I'm not liking this.
1: For what, probe or with Eric?
2: Well, no, I, I looked up Herbert Eric Stevens. Oh, we are, are we on the first page? Yeah, we're oh, on the first page, man. No, 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 that's no, 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 somebody else, somebody oh, else. Oh, he's talking about us with our show. Yeah, look, 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 he, and then here we are on the second page if you do a search for him.
1: Oh, not after today. That's going to change. Oh, uh, wow. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. That's right. We are definitely doing the sweatpants today with no boxers. So... <laughs>
2: Shut up. We're going to show you how it's
1: done today.
3: So me
1: and Jesse J, we are definitely going to be doing this show live. We are going to be doing our our standard show at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern. That whole thing will be live. Uh, the last couple hours have been a block of our past interview with Mr. Herbert, Herbert Eric Stevens, uh, catching everyone up to speed who has not been privy to that show before because we had it broken down into three one-hour segments because we're only on for an hour. And since we had the audacity to take over today, um I wanted to go ahead and do this whole thing today, you know, from 3 to 6 p.m. when we go live. live, um, which we are jumping in and doing our little commentary. So, yeah, so for you people listening right now, we are live on air at the studio. It's currently 5, 16 p.m. Eastern Time, uh Saturday afternoon on July 23rd, 2022. I had to actually set that because he could not figure it out. Okay. Yeah, the man who created GPS couldn't figure out how to set the time and the date on the digital <laughs> clock thing. Well, you know what? GPS,
2: not clocks. <laughs> what, they Got say, a point. what they say are geniuses are very good with more complex things. and Just very not simple, clocks.
1: Yeah, no, simple things they okay. can't figure out. So Einstein could figure out relativity, but not how to set a time zone. Okay, gotcha.
0: Yep, pretty much. I right. did get the batteries in
2: there right, though.
1: <laughs> who <Yeah>. couldn't? <laughs> Unless you're like four, <laughs> <What? laughs>
2: okay. Chances relentless today, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> had way too much caffeine and Ritalin uh, for this day. Ritalin. I mean, never mind.
2: <laughs> what? Uh, this, what? This. This. Uh, this. This podcast radio show is now presented by Ritalin and Pfizer and stuff.
1: Dude, I had a <laughs> friend of mine this week actually say that you and I uh, needed to move our show to California. No. I said the same thing. I'm like, dude, have you ever watched Psych? Seriously, you watch the TV show Psych? There's a murder in Santa Barbara like every week. So, yeah, no,
2: I'm not moving to California. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to stay over here on the west coast of Florida. Hmm. And everything uh, <laughs> I learned
1: about life, I learned from watching Psych.
2: <laughs> oh, so I I I got a story for you. Okay. So recently, I I got a promotion at my
1: day job. Yes, you did. Congratulations, by the congrats.
2: way. Congrats. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not congrats. I'm probably not cut out for it. I'll get fired in a couple months. You'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll be long gone in jail by then. Uh,
2: please hire us. <laughs> I'm going to be jobless. We're going to be
1: doing this show in cell block C.
2: <laughs> Pretty so, much. Probably. Yeah. But um, the funniest thing I ever heard happen, so, you know, customer service field, you know. Yeah. Uh, this guy, he just doesn't care. He literally doesn't care, and this is the person who is tutoring me right now. So he gets on the phone with this irate customer, calms him down, but calms him down using nothing but movie quotes. I was crying, <laughs> I was crying. He used...
1: That takes talent.
2: There, there was it does. there was Wolf of Wall Street, Rocky, uh, like every Rocky movie you can think of. There was Forrest Gump. There was all kind. Of, I, I I was crying. I'm literally on the floor. Crying. I remember when
1: you called and tell me about this. <laughs> I was like, cracking up.
2: How does this even happen? Like, what kind of – I swear, I'm working with Lucifer. Have Except you ever older. heard
1: half of our conversa- conversations we have with people? When yeah. have we ever, like, not quoted movies or something else?
2: Well, this dude – so, like, usually <clears> – <throat> Music, everything. Usually we keep a sense of propriety and, like, you know, employment settings. Not this guy.
1: <sighs> oh, well, well, I'll give you that, man. Yeah.
2: We couldn't do the Samuel L. Jackson boat tour. It, it, it's not it, – we it's attem- not even radio friendly. Yeah, we were going to
1: attempt it, but they were like name.
2: yeah, yeah, no. Um.
1: <laughs> there was children present, so we weren't allowed.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and plus, you know, uh, corporate people on that on that particular company like to ride with us.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were. I kid you not, this company. I won't even mention the company name. Um, I'll just give you the acronym CMA. Uh, when we worked there, okay, Jesse was a boat captain, right? Uh, for this this company, and I was a mate on the boat, right? And so we also had people on board, which I won't specify what they do, so that way we don't give really away the company name. But they would, like, uh, voice out, like, um, facts about the area, stuff like that. We'll leave it at that. Sound good? Typical tour. Yeah. Well, Jesse and I, because we were bored with hearing the same thing day in and day out, same thing repeated over and over and over again, we wanted to put our own spin on it. And we brought it up at an actual meeting. We wanted to do a Samuel L. Jackson tour, and they said absolutely not. To like the we VP got shut down.
2: to the VP of operations,
1: yeah, of, <laughs> of the entire company and the
2: CEO, like yeah, it, of it, the entire <laughs> company. And
1: the but the, the the funny part about it is you have to picture this. It's a big like auditorium type room. There's probably like fifty seventy five people in there plus, and we were deadpan serious when we presented this, and they were like. It was like dead silence after we finished. And then all of a sudden, 30 seconds later, you hear the CEO himself go, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so we were asked to sit back down. Yeah, that was in that meeting.
2: Oh, and then like we we had to. So our immediate boss was like, what did y'all mean by that version? So we had to demonstrate. And it was like.
1: And well, in front what? of seventy-five people, <laughs>
2: <laughs> we said the complete uncensored Samuel L. Jackson version. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it was beautiful. It was, be- it was a beautiful thing. And we didn't get fired. It, yeah, surprisingly, we did not get fired.
2: Like, I, I'm, I'm literally, we almost try to get fired no matter where we go yeah. because yeah. As it, we can't help ourselves. Well, they did <laughs> say that Samuel L.
0: Jackson, Jackson, pardon me, actually modeled his delivery after the original Gilligan and the skipper. So you guys were, Pretty much
1: on kind of Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. enough. Makes sense. I did
2: not know. See, you're a wealth of information. I I, know. I, yeah. <laughs> I can't uh,
0: believe
2: Some of the that. things that we
1: did at this place is just, I mean, like, we, okay, like, uh, we've hijacked a tour and took them on a tour to the location we weren't supposed to. <laughs>
0: uh, three hours.
3: <laughs> no, we
1: literally took them on a, like, complete opposite direction, yeah, like, like, area that we're not. We got in to. a whole
2: lot of trouble. Well, we didn't really get in trouble. It no. was more like... The boss man was like talking to us, but he couldn't hold back his. He was laughing. He was laughing trying while to, trying
1: to condemn us yeah. at the same time. <laughs>
2: he's like, "No, he, yeah. I know there's no rule saying you can't do this, but you can't."
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said that it should have been implied <laughs> when it says you should be doing tour A, B, or C areas and blah blah blah. And he's like, "You guys went to F." And he's like, it's kind of implied you either do the A, B, or C. You guys just went and did your own thing. Yeah, we. we but everybody loved it though. Yeah. No, that they
2: had, they had fun. They I arguably they had a better time on that trip and were more engaged than anybody else. And I guarantee they had a much different experience than the other boat that went out. Oh yeah, ah, so absolutely. there are
0: rules where there are no rules.
2: Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. 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 Apparently
2: piracy is bad. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. And kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless it's uh, hijacking. Yeah. Well unless it's uh, consented, like Mr. Eric Stevens here. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. We committed at least seven felonies that day on that tour, but Jeez. I did not Eric commit to. I
2: did not commit no such thing. <laughs> I am innocent. I do not recall anything.
1: Okay. We'll I do not recall that. that. Sure. I we'll do not recall that.
0: that. I think the audience has figured out who's Gilligan and who's the skipper <laughs> over there. <laughs>
1: Pretty much. I <laughs> yeah. think they've got that one down. <laughs> All right, Gilligan. Um where are we going to continue now? Uh, let's just go ahead and hit play and just jump right back in the interview that was going. Okay. All right. So once again, you're tuning in to right now, currently chance and Jesse J from Paraprobe radio. We are <laughs> live on 1490 AM WWPR. Make sure you catch our past shows of Paraprobe everywhere where you get your podcast shows. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, OnlyFans, ChristianMingle.com, just wherever. Um, and also make sure you just type in Paraprobe. That way you'll find us. You, you might have, actually find that on OnlyFans. Maybe. You should have just called this whole block Paraprobe Radio's Runaway Train. There we go. All right. So <laughs> jumping back in the interview, and we'll talk to you live soon. All
2: right.
1: 7%. Wow. Yeah, that's a so good be, penetration. So, yeah, so no kidding, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. So I so Yeah, rock bottom on that one. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. So <laughs> some things you just don't hear. you got to train thing. Right, right, right.
1: <laughs>
0: so, you know, people have asked me, they say, oh, so you're trying to say that you're responsible for Trump getting elected. I'm saying No. I can't make that statement, but what I can say is I certainly did help. Yeah, absolutely. I certainly did help. So when it gets down to there's like five days left in the campaign, all of a sudden the birther issue resurfaces on whether or not Mm -hmm. Barack Obama is a natural-born U.S. citizen. So the lady, she comes to me and she says, look, Eric, you need to go home and you need to write something and bring it back. I go, what are you talking about? They're talking about that birther thing. She says, I know, but you need to really figure this thing out. You need to write something up. I said, I said that's too easy. There's no way the man was born on U.S. soil. Are you kidding me? She says, well, I need you to go write something because I want to win. I said, okay, fine. I'll go home. I'll write something. So I sit down, and the first thing that I do is I go to Wikipedia, okay? And Wikipedia in 2016 on Barack Obama Okay, was all verified and approved by Barack Obama. So once my book came out, what I did was I literally took those pages from Wikipedia about Obama and I put them in my book. And then I gave the credit in the bibliography like you're supposed to for for those pages. Right. Okay. They literally took that Wikipedia down and they put up a new one. Okay? So if in the event people would read, he literally told you, and you can read it in the book, okay? He literally told you, based on dates and times and figures, that there was no way that he was born on U.S. soil. But people don't want to read, okay? But let's just take the academic aspect of it out of the way and let's put it aside and let's talk about the good old U.S. of A. Okay? Now, um, this segment that I'm going to do right now. You might want to put the kids away. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. In 1969 in the United States on U S soil, it was still legal up until 1969 to lynch black men in America. Okay. Hawaii was in fact, and still is today U S soil. Okay. So, If you read Obama's own account of dates and times, here's what happened. His father was a black African, okay? His mother is Caucasian, right? Mm -hmm. And the dates and times that he has there in his own Wikipedia will prove to you that when he impregnated her, he was seven years older and she was 17 years of age. First of all, that's statutory rape. Okay? Mm. Second of all, had they walked into a hospital in 1961 on U.S. soil and said, hey, we're going to name our son Barack Hussein Obama? Well, guess what? In 1967, in Hawaii. Harry Belafonte at the time, then, you know, the guy who sang Deo Day." Mm-hmm. okay. He was the number one paid entertainer in the United States. I think it was either NBC or CBS. Anyway, one of them, they were filming a special, and they had him singing a song, and I believe it's with Dusty Springfield, mm-hmm. okay? Alright. So, uh, halfway through the song, she reaches over, and she touches Belafonte on the arm. Man, They shut down production. They threatened to kick him off the island. They went back and forth with New York for two or three days because they were going to pull the entire broadcast and the show down. And it took them like two to three days, and they finally agreed that the two of them could sing together, but they could not in any way, shape, or form touch. touch. Now, that's 67. That's six years after 61. OK, mm-hmm. and I was once having this conversation with a good old boy from Georgia, mm-hmm. and he was about, I'd say, late 70s, early 80s. OK, and I said to him, I said, what do you think would have happened? OK, had they gone into the hospital there in Hawaii? And by the way, the hospital in which he said that he was born in uh, was not built until 1972. Now, also in my book, you will see since we're talking birth certificates, I'm a fair guy, so I put my own birth certificate in there. Now, when I went to get my driver's license uh, in New Jersey, they told me that my original birth certificate that was signed at the hospital by my mother and father the same day I was born was not considered to be a legitimate birth certificate and I would have to contact the state of Indiana and get an original one. So I contacted the state of Indiana mm-hmm. and I got an original one. It's nothing more than a way for them to make some money. Just in, make money. Okay. okay. Sure. I was wondering
1: why they changed oh, sure. it his So okay. in the I book, gotcha.
0: you will see the front of my original birth certificate with the old 1950 cars on it in the picture in the front of the hospital. You will see the back of it with the signatures, okay, the weight and all of that, length of the baby, that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I was a handsome little guy. But anyway, uh, <laughs> then when the one comes in from Indiana, now they're sending them, and they're digital. So everything is, like, typed in, you know, and it's just a regular standard, you know, square sheet of paper, and it has all the vitals on it, mm-hmm. right? Came in in three days, took Obama one year to produce his. You know why? Because they had to manufacture it. Okay, so the birth certificate is 100 percent a fraud uh, and it's actually been proven through forensics because the main problem that they had was when they layered down the dates and times in both corners of the birth certificate, the left side and the right side. Guess what? There were no copying machines in 1961. Everything was hand stamped. Both of the date marks that are stamped in each corner are 100 percent in exactly the same location of each section of the birth certificate and they are perfect and they are uh laid down in uh print so anyway the birth certificates are fraud Mm -hmm. so back to the good old boy from now
1: all this is also in your book as well. all this is in the book
0: yeah everything's in the book absolutely (laughs) it's funny because jesse was saying to me he said man eric look he says, "I don't know if people are going to buy that book at forty-four dollars ninety-five I said, "Dude, that's the Kindle." I said, "I love it when people are buying the one for two hundred and five dollars and forty-three in hardcover from well, Barnes see, and I Noble." I was,
2: I was trying to. So, that, <laughs> but, here, but, but, but I they, showed,
0: but I did show uh, Jesse off-air where Barnes and Noble is in fact printing the paperback version in blocks of three hundred at a time. Yeah, he mm-hmm. showed yeah. he
2: showed me the like the barcode and everything. But what yeah. I was saying is. He's very articulate. Yeah. Um, obviously, you are I'm like an to... American.
0: I'm supposed to be able to speak the Queen's English, man. But let me tell you what the old dude said from Georgia.
2: You ready? He
0: looked at me and he said, Eric, let me tell you something. He said, not only would we have lynched the father, we would have lynched the parents, too. Okay? So what you got to understand is, is there was any way that he would have walked in there being seven years older... Okay, Mm -hmm. and he's you know, she was 17 when he impregnated her on U.S. soil. There's no way those doctors would have stood by and let that happen. The other thing is, is you've got a two term sitting president and not once. These people who would have delivered him would now be in their 60s, late, and in their 70s. There's never been one doctor. There's never been one nurse. There's never been one orderly. There's never been one register in two terms of his presidency that ever came forth and said, hey, man, I was there today. Obama was birthed in that hospital. Absolutely, there, it, it, absolutely. there's no way. And I personally have a video that I didn't get to when we were talking earlier that's in his phone that actually shows Obama in Kenya in front of an audience where he states right out of his own mouth that he is the first president of the United States who was born in Kenya.
2: And he just literally showed us this video of it like right before this part came up on the uh on the air. That's kinda crazy.
1: Video, Your timing
2: is insane. You know that?
1: What video were you all watching? I was watching Pornhub.
2: Uh well, uh, you know. Uh the one where he just yeah. literally said out of his mouth he was the first oh, no. um sitting American president from Kenya. Yeah, right. Which I
1: mean I I don't I don't get into all that whatever it is what it is. Um but I'm sure that he was being facetious and it was just poking fun at the people that you know claimed he you know was not an American citizen, blah blah blah. Well
2: I mean any nope. <laughs> I'm just I was saying
1: I was I was I'm literally just, about to put the like the I'm, benefit of a doubt in there but uh, I, I was, got cut off. No. I was just you know, stating a possibility. That's all I was doing. Nope. <laughs> Eric says from,
0: from his own lips.
1: From his own lips. Hey, I've lied to a lot of people before.
2: <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I literally, like, I heard that coming, and I just, like, popped on the air. I didn't really have a plan. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> like, there was no plan involved there. Dude, listen, like, man, normal there, life.
1: There, there's, there's <laughs> Jesse a is claim. the guy who jumps out of the plane and then looks for the parachute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, there's
0: a, doesn't feel anything on his back. No, but there's there's not a claim that I make, you know, or, or the documents that are in that book, okay, that don't prove and back up whatever the claims are. Yeah. You know, and, and the book is not a woe is me book. It's not like, well, this guy did this to me or that guy did that. It's none of that. You know, it's like, you know, here's a situation that took place. Here's how I believe God gave me the remedy. Here's how I created it. Here's how I put it together. Here's the paper trail. Here's how I sent it away for protection. And when it came back, time to go to market. All Hades broke loose.
3: Well,
2: you read, literally you decide. It's literally what you named the title of it, Literary Documentation right. Book One. That's now,
0: exactly what it is.
2: Is there a book two coming out?
0: Oh, my God. Yes. Yes? Oh, absolutely. There will be a book two. I already have everything for book two done.
1: Will you actually make money on this one?
0: Uh, Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's it, Well, that's the whole thing, yeah. and that is that it will not be uh, done uh, the way uh, – Book one was, you know, uh, with exclusively, you know, putting together a deal, you know, with uh, Barnes & Noble and uh, Jeff Bezos' Amazon.
1: So, Jesse, I got an interesting question for you. Uh-oh. How was your conversation with John Rusnick? Uh, that was entertaining. I like John a lot.
2: I really do. He, yeah. He's hilarious. Um Voice is not as deep as I thought it was. Maybe he's lacking a little testosterone there, which he's going he's gonna to be <laughs> He's going to kill that. you on that one. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know I sound crazy, too, so whatever. John is a guy <laughs>
1: that, okay, I've been, like, you know, like brothers with for, God, a long time, well over, like, a decade.
0: Didn't you say he's listening in
1: today? Uh, He's driving. He's down in uh, Alligator Alley right now. He wow. actually is one of the people that's on the production for the TV show, Siesta the Key. The, okay. the reality series that's on – uh on uh, Oh my God, MTV. And so he, uh, he's on down in Miami filming for a few months and he's on his way back. His home is in Sarasota, Florida. So right now he's on Alligator Alley. He gives a call. He gives me a call like every weekend when he's on Alligator Alley just to touch base. That way I know he's safe too. Hmm. And, uh, but John, <laughs> he's, He's a whole different animal. You gotta get used to him. Is he, he going to
2: be on your show? That's coming. I out? would
1: love to have John on our show with us. Uh, matter of fact, uh, our uncensored it, show—it has
2: to be the uncensored show because he literally he has, has zero, zero filter. filter. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, like that little sign on the wall says no profanity to keep us in check. Right. We'll he not would keep in check. Yeah. Right. He no. would
1: just be. The only thing he would say is, "I hope you got a dump button," and he would just fly.
2: Yeah, and so,
1: we do not. And we do not. So, yeah, with John, uh, but the thing that I love about John, John is so. Wait a minute. Is this a dump button? No, it's not. So don't hit it. Oh. We okay. don't have one.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. but long story short, John is brutally honest about his opinions and his feelings and everything else. Even I have at least a somewhat filter. I, there, there are my moments where I just go, yeah, just don't there's, say anything. There's a difference
2: time. between a filter and a sense of propriety. Hmm. And that is what Jack uh John Resnick is missing.
1: Yeah, he's he's missing that part.
2: I almost called him Jack Ryan for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why that was in my head.
1: <laughs> he, I don't know. He yeah. He goes off and does his own thing. But uh but he's so like humorous and smart and so random that it just it it's it's comedic gold. Like he used to be on the show with me on DeadX radio. Hmm. So it was me, John. Uh, Jeff and Pat, we had this show that we did. It was a uh, a podcast show that was uncensored. We talked to people from paranormal horror and sci fi from like all the three genres. For those of you who listen, take a drink because you mentioned DedX Radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but on that show, it became, we became big. Very right. big with that show. Right. Uh, we emceed like Comic Con events because of it, uh, and not because we invited ourselves. They invited us to come out to MC it. Um, and a lot of other things that we did and hosted because of this show. Uh, we had magazine articles out of LA written about us. Uh, they deemed us the Howard Stern of Paranormal. Uh, matter of fact, it was, uh, Lloyd Kaufman. From trauma entertainment and all those, like, you know, the toxic Avenger movies and all that stuff. He's the guy who owns that industry, who created those and so on and so forth was the one who actually coined the phrase the bad boys of paranormal. And nice. that's what he called us. Nice. Um, and I, I, I can't say what he said about in comparison with us to Howard Stern because we're guarded by FCC fines. Um, <laughs> but it does relate to the
2: FCC is guarded by fines. <laughs> yeah, it does. There we go
1: um it, it, but it's in relation to the size of a particular anatomy that sure. yeah so um
0: well it's like <laughs> teddy roosevelt used to say you know carry a big stick
1: there you go <laughs> right. and we were the ones who carried the big stick right so <laughs> and that relation uh history. You know, yeah yeah people knew right. that we just we said whatever's on our minds we didn't care right. um and we were brutal with each other too um with our humor well, so, so to give teddy. an example john uh took a photograph of me and Pat X from the show. Right. Um uh, and Pat X X was his his name we called him X on the show. Right. Um he cropped the photos because he's in film and entertainment. He knows how it, man he could do this the guy who could like falsify documents or whatever to put you in jail and everybody would believe it was real. I mean, he's that good. Hmm. All right. So he did a photograph of me and Pat in a very compromising position from a uh a only fans video that he put our faces on the two individuals okay so i'm trying to keep this as clean as i possibly can um and then he did that photo you know photoshopped that photograph and and was sending it to all of our friends so yeah. everybody was like i mean because it looks so real they were calling us going dude um i got a photo of you and pat a while ago and i'm like well, okay and then they would send it to me, and I was dying laughing, cause me, I have that kind of humor. Yeah, right. my humor is messed up, so I'm dying laughing. Because matter of fact, the the thing that got me is because I've had a shaved head for years, you know, because of of the receding hairline. I'm not gonna lie, you know, I just said screw it and just shaved my head, right? So. Well, when the John, other
0: thing is probably you knew the fact of her supposedly getting together with you was laughable for her, right?
1: Well, the, the, it was a him. It was a him. Pat is a guy.
0: Oh, for him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Ah, well. yeah. So now you're now you're getting the, ah. the idea of the photo. Yeah. So we'll just say that I was the one in charge in the photo. Okay. All right. So <laughs> That's a this, good way to put it. Yeah. So in this okay. photograph, my only comment to John when I, it got sent to me was, Oh, my God, this looks real, and thank you for giving me hair. because Thank you for giving me hair. Because he made it look like I had hair on the top of my head and it actually looked really cool. I'm like, man, I look really good with that kind of hair. So, anyways... So when he does
2: get uh, that, like, laser hair replacement exactly. or whatever, he yeah. can – no, it's laser hair removal. What is the other thing called? Uh, the – Rogaine, never yeah, mind. No, <laughs> the plugs, plugs or whatever. The yeah, plugs. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Plugs I knew Z. there was something surgical. Yeah, I call just call it plugs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't have a problem with the receding hair, so. Yeah. No, you don't. So Fast Time – yeah, thanks for rubbing that in. <laughs> so later down the line, we were at a major Comic-Con event, and they had a guy there who would – Take your photographs that you've taken of yourself or others at the, you know, at the Comic Con event and he would blow these up into poster size pictures oh, for you, no. stuff like that. John was like, dude, you okay. don't have hair one, literally to go over there and see if he will make this into a poster, which he was correct. I did not. Right. I went over and asked him if they could make it into an oil painting. Ah. <laughs> we literally showed him the photo. This guy was just like, he had the moment of like I'm going to throw up, but maybe I can make money off this at the same time. Right. <laughs> so the guy is uh, just stunned, looking at this photograph, and I'm like, really? I need to make this into you know. A bit. And he's, he, the guy was trying to play it like you know cool. Yeah. And I, but he was fumbling over his words so bad the whole time.
2: I do that with prank calls if I don't know if it's like I I can kind of tell like the voice even yeah. if you like change your voice or whatever, and I will be like. I'm trying not to be rude, but I'm also trying to, like, trap you in, like, yeah. your own words. And then, like, once I have you, I have you. But yeah. until then, I'm, like, fumbling over my words and just kind of, like, patiently waiting mm-hmm. to see if I'm right or wrong. Because I'm, like, always second-guessing that type of thing. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, who would do that
1: <laughs> besides me? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we we actually got this guy to make it into a actual – he couldn't do oil painting, but he did do a, like – I think it was like six-by-four painting. Like It looks like a painting, but it's actually a photograph. Right. And it's hanging up at John's house. Is it, a, is it completely uncensored? Completely uncensored. Wow. Unredacted, untouched. Jeez, Y'all people yeah. are sick. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: So is that usually why you wear a visor instead of a cap?
1: No, I just wear the hat just because I've always been a hat guy. Ever since I was a kid, I've always worn hats.
0: Oh. Huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> One. he asked you if you were trying to cover up your baldness.
2: Oh. <laughs> and you missed it.
1: Uh look, Uncle <laughs> Phil. I, I I I really wouldn't be talking. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is that I don't
2: know. Well it, it kind of is a fair comparison. Maybe It doesn't maybe little, look like Uncle Phil. Maybe a
1: little salt and pepper up Thank top, you. but I mean right. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. I can see it. Alright. So uh but anyways, so yeah such yes. a good show. Why don't they make shows like that anymore? Why don't they make shows like our show anymore? <laughs> All right. Where well, your FCC. guy's
0: show is supposed to be coming on.
1: I know, right? We got about fifteen minutes. Oh, no, yeah, not wow.
2: that show. Oh
1: the Yeah. Oh the Amazon Prime. No, the, uh, yeah, the yeah, no, that one. yeah. yeah the uncensored
2: trader I keep forgetting about that.
1: Well, we're still going to be doing our show here too.
2: Yeah, Yeah. we just we just have to do the uncensored. We have to do uncensored
1: because our hands are so tied. Well, I don't mind
0: the show. It's just the host, the the network you chose.
1: Oh, I got you.
2: Well, you know, you get a, you get a deal, you get a deal. Right? I would say, well, I I'm would, hey, hey I mean, they, they, I would say create your own. <laughs> he,
1: he is paying for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say create your own, but somebody would probably steal it from you. So.
2: Speaking of, did you ever hop on, like, um, what is that, uh, Rumble and stuff? And see you As a that?
0: matter of fact, uh, they are looking at the first video that I posted this weekend. So I will find out if they're going to do the upload. Because first you upload it, and uh-huh. then they look at it, and then they approve. Okay. So I've got a huh. one 15-minute clip that I just put up.
2: Nice. Yeah, nice. no, that that's definitely I, – I for you in particular, yeah. um because first of all, you look distinguished. I got to phone all that I got to take. Okay. You look really distinguished, and I think – not only just your articulation mm. and not only your story is very convincing, mm. but you look convincing too. I mean, mm. I don't, well, it's I don't because know. because I'm not
0: lying about anything. Exactly. Man. You know, I okay. can look people in the eye and say exactly
2: what I say. Yeah. Either right. that, you're pathological. I don't know. <laughs> <Well>.
0: <laughs> I, I, only
2: on Tuesdays. Only on Tuesdays. Yeah. All right. What's today? Saturday. Saturday. Okay. So we're good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. yeah. We're good. All right. Cool. <laughs> no, it's just, no, I really, I really think that's like, Something you should definitely pursue because not only does your story get a lot of traction on, like, you know, independent things like this. But if you're the one coming out of your mouth right. and people can see that you're not reading anything, you're just saying it from memory oh, yeah. unless you have a teleprompter for you in right. front of you. So, like, if you do, don't rom Burgundy it and start reading, you know, end right. of quote, repeat the line, stuff like that. But um, <laughs> it. it it's still – it's very, very convi- – and people can see how honest you really are about it.
0: Well, the thing is, is is like you don't have to try and remember what you said when it's the truth.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know? No, um, I think that's the way to go. And plus, um, on Rubble, I mean, things tend to circulate really quickly. I mean, YouTube's kind of gotten so big that, like, there's so many people with so many videos yeah. that it's hard to get – your traction what what is wrong you look like something's wrong are you okay
1: uh yeah just got a phone call from my mom that uh my uncle archie passed away oh on i'm the sorry 15th and the family's just now finding out about it jeez wow so yeah
2: Wow. but 80s? you know what
1: not gonna stop the show we're gonna continue on i told my mom i'd give her a call back after the show's over
2: wow so. um uh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's how important Chance, Han- Chance Hancock's fans are to him.
1: No, Chance <laughs> Dong was right. You're good with it.
2: <laughs> I swear, I should I should have spoke another language because I sure can't speak English at all. <laughs> but I
0: was looking I was looking at TikTok for the first time, uh-huh. and um, I haven't figured that out yet. I've only been looking at it for about a week now. But I saw Cannel um, Reeves on there. Mm-hmm. I saw the guy, uh, Damon, from Shark Tank. He was on it. It amazes me how many professional people are oh, yeah. actually doing
1: They're starting TikToks. to now. They For the longest time, a lot of entertainment people stayed away from it because they wanted TikTok to be for the average person to be able to get known. Right. And so a lot of celebrities actually, on purpose, stared away from it. I see. Um, well, but and now, like, also, they didn't...
2: There was also a lot of questionable, you know... Material. Well, not material, but it was in question whether it was, like, a legit thing or not. Yeah. But him and I, uh, Chance and I were talking the other day about how you would... You don't really need that, what, 5,000
1: followers? It's like 5,000 followers. And you, and you get monetized. Start, yeah, and you start getting monetized.
2: I didn't even know you got monetized on what there. The so oh, yeah. There's
1: people on pay. there that that's all they do yeah. for a living.
2: They, for they, they pay you.
1: Yeah. Like, You're Justin Timberlake <laughs> just came out recently on there, but... Everybody says it's more in conjunction with him pushing his new album that just came out. So
2: yeah, it's a great way to get publicity, and I mean that's there's some funny stuff on there. There really is Um, the the comedy. You got to look up OMG it's Wix on there. It's all Florida man stuff, and it's all about Florida, and it's hilarious. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't uh, done anything but just turn it on and just flip through whatever they have. I guess it's going live or whatever. <clears throat> so I have no idea how to do any kind of uploading or you know or anything as of yet. So just kind of um, been it's, looking at it for about three four days
2: now. Yeah, it's very it's fairly straightforward. Um, and just you already have to have the video made, kind of like you do with like I don't know if you did it live with Rumble. Or if you, like, just recorded a video and then uploaded it?
0: Yeah, what I did was I filmed one, um, like, I did I did an interview, and I broke it down into, like, four 15-minute sections, you mm-hmm. know? And so I filmed the first 15 of that and uploaded that.
2: Cool. That works out yeah, now. I mean, and all it is is that just you film it, and then you upload it. But it's, like, short clips for... um. Rumble. Uh, not rumble. Uh, TikTok. For TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Wires got crossed.
1: Yeah. Okay. Keep it around 15, 30 seconds tops.
2: Yeah. And, and like short and sweet to the point. Like it has to be catchy. It almost, you almost have to clickbait people. Yeah. It's got to be kind of a, of kind
1: of a hook, hook right off the top. Yeah. If you're going to do like anything extended.
0: Yeah. Well, that's on rumble.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. on rumble. And you, you, you break it down into like
2: small bites. It's like, <clears throat> hey, see how the government ripped me off from my invention. Watch the next video for more, you know, something like
1: that. Exactly, And then you could be, like, part one, part two, part three, part four, so on and so forth. Part
2: 28. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Cool. Um, I guess we're going to take a short break before we uh, start our live segment at 6 o'clock.
1: Yeah. We're
0: going to finish off episode three.
1: Uh episode three. We've already pretty much got this covered right now. Because okay. it was already coming up towards the end of episode three anyways. Yep. So we're gonna go ahead and uh bounce on out here for the next like probably uh ten minutes or so and then we'll be coming back live with the live show of Paraprobe. Yep.
2: All
0: right. Outstanding. Yep. Yeah you've got to ask yourself a question why is this guy stuck on the outside did he really suffer the largest theft of intellectual property in history you read and decide i need to caution you this book is not for the faint of heart okay so everything that is in that book description the documents are in the book to support it do you have a photographic memory well, thank you very much. No, I'm asking. I think kidding. I remember who you are. <laughs> I hate you. I automatically
1: hate you no, Trust me, there was a couple of times where I started wondering if you had an idyllic memory. Eh, I yeah. really did.
0: Yeah.
2: No, I mean, because he's... He, well, I never boozed like it up some,
0: drugged it up or brawled it up, you know? Yeah, you
2: know, well, I mean, I some, some, of some of your, your days are like... Okay. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. some of your days are like dead on, dead off. I mean, like, so the... Because, uh, you know me, I'm oh, always sure, like sure, looking at stuff sure, and blah, blah, blah. As far as Elon Musk goes, yeah. like you, you, I'm still kind of a fan. I'm not like a fanboy of Elon Musk. Yeah. He does some stuff that makes me mad a lot.
0: Yeah, but that Echo like, thing is real. Buddy.
2: Yeah, but he also he's one person that is capable of doing stuff like that. He's not like a a Bill Gates type that will buy someone else's intellectual no, property just to do you it. You got to
0: read the book. You got to understand when Mister X said the stuff was out there.
2: Who is Mr. X? Okay. Just spit it
0: out. So, Mr. X <laughs> Mr. X handed me the papers.
2: Okay? Yep. Okay. Right. Who is
0: Mr. X? I never looked at these papers until I was writing the book. Uh-huh. Okay? Mr. X was a Supreme Court justice from a state. Okay. Okay. He also ran the patent office. He ran the copyright office and he ran the trademark office. Okay? Okay. Obviously, he was an attorney. Mm-hmm. OK. And uh, <clears throat> Mr. X actually is the guy who also worked for NASA
1: for NASA. Yep.
0: And he signed off on every satellite that's sitting up there in outer space today. Oh, yes. and that's, that's the right. man at eight o'clock in the morning who told me there was nothing like what I had in the world. And when I told him that I was taking it to to see a senator, he said, well, I wish you good luck with that. But remember the phone call. I left him a copy of it, and Mm -hmm. when he called me, he said, two years later, I still have your intellectual property sitting on my desk, and I'm telling you, Eric, there's nothing in the world like this, but Bill Gates has your stuff. He's got it, and he's using it. Okay? So. What is his name? Yeah, uh, I'm not going to tell you his name. Okay? He may still be alive. See, I'm not certain if he's dead. Okay? Broadwater is dead. Okay? Yeah. Okay? And, um, um, oh, I made my first faux pas on air. You would have been proud of me. It's like when I got to the point where I was telling uh, who else uh, had given me some assistance, I was talking about the transportation guy, mm-hmm. I told Eric Fleming, I said, well, the computer's guy name was Winston Jones, okay, who also is black, okay, but he's dead. I said, and the other guy and his name left me. And I said, oh, it'll come back to me. And then when it came back, I said, yeah, Vic- his name was Victor Jones. No, his name is Victor Johnson. So it was Winston Jones and Victor Johnson. How dare you make a mistake. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and so Victor's the transportation guy, and he's black, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's passed away. Broadwater's the one who's the Tuskegee Airman, okay, yep. who's the expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah, the uh, lieutenant Technology colonel. Technology mm-hmm. and navigation, okay? Yep. Now. You made an error when you said that he's the one that put it to paper. Oh, no. When I came and I saw Broadwater, it was all finished product. All he did was read everything, and that's when he looked at me, and I said to him, is there any way anybody can, you know, tweak it, make it work a different way? Okay, so
1: I missed, that, that was a case of me misunderstanding. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it wasn't put to paper. It was legitimately built.
0: Oh, what he well, what he did was he looked at all my plans to make certain that it would in fact work the way I had designed it. Yeah. He looked at the hardware, the software, everything, yeah. and he closes the binder and he looks at me and I said, "Is there any way anybody can alter anything, change it, a year from now, two years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, and say I am not the man who invented and created GPS point-to-point navigation?" And He said, "Absolutely not," and he laughed and he said, "Young man, you got this thing tighter than a gnat's ass." But for 30 years, everybody thought Bill Gates was the guy Mm -hmm. who had given the go-ahead on GPS when, in fact, he was the theft thereof. So uh, when you read in the book, okay, and you actually can read all of my plans, you will see that um, I was in Pennsylvania at the time. Elon Musk and his brother uh, had just gone through a program or something, University of Pennsylvania, and they rented themselves a little room, put up a fax machine, got some maps, and started doing my program. Okay? So what's interesting is uh, also uh, people have said, well, you know, what about a statute of limitations? You're talking about being ripped off 30 years ago. Well, guess what, people? Okay? Okay. The way that the statute of limitation works, if you have a good or a product, okay, let's say that you built it in 1989, right? Mm -hmm. After seven years, anybody can copy it, okay? It becomes public domain. Unless it has become altered or it has been created in a different utilization, okay? Every year they manufacture a new car, my GPS goes in there, the statute of limitations will never, ever run out. The second thing is when you get into books and you get into book royalties, okay, and you look at a contract that basically says, I write the book,
2: you sell the book. Hey, I finally found it. I finally found it. I finally found it. Where uh, Wikipedia says turn-by-turn, same thing. Here we go. Navigation is invented. Real-time turn-by-turn navigation instructions by computer was first developed at the MIT Media Laboratory by James Raymond Davis and Christopher M. Schmant. In 1988, their system, Backseat Driver, monitored the car's position using a system developed by NEC that that communicated over a cellular modem with software running on Symbolics LISP machine at the Media Lab. The computer was then used... Now, you want
0: me to tell you how it worked? Sure. Yeah, okay, so say you want to go to the 7-Eleven, and 7-Eleven is on 5th Street. You're on uh, the corner of uh, 3rd and Bayberry. So you set it for 7-Eleven or whatever, or the address where the 7-Eleven was. So it says, okay, go to the corner, and make a right. Go to the next corner, and make a right. Go to the next corner, and make a left. You're at 7-Eleven. Now the only thing it could then do was say, okay, leave 7-Eleven, go back to the corner, make a right. Go back to the next corner, make a left, and you're right back to square one. It went from, it didn't, get, it, it was not. Uh, point-to-point navigation that I in fact created. All it did was just reverse reverse the travel. It was just reverse. (laughs) I actually saw those patent papers uh, in the box that uh, Victor Johnson had given me uh, for transportation. And like I said, as far as uh, Mr. X goes, who ran the patent office, Navy, a retired uh, Supreme Court judge and uh, ran the patent, the copyright and the trademark office, who had my plans on his desk for two years and swore to me there was nothing else like it. Yeah. So, but like. You're listening to AM 1490 WWPR Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa Bay.
1: And sit down. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Chance Hancock. You're listening to Paraprobe on 1490 AM WWPR. And I'm currently here with my co-host, John Smith, Pumpernickel Third. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing now. John Smith, Pumpernickel Third. that is now my new name.
1: That's right. Or you can call him Big Papa.
2: Big Papa. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> for all those who are tuning in live to our show right now at our normal time, uh, you guys have missed the last mm, three hours of uh, me being on air since 3 p.m. Uh, running rampant <clears throat> doing a <laughs> live show. I hijacked the the station here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, just don't leave any of the keys. Duh. And, uh, don't leave that
2: back window open.
1: That's right. <laughs> and so I was doing a uh, live broadcast, uh, on my own and, but I was joined by Mr. Herbert Eric Stevens. Uh, we played the backlog of our shows of him that we've had on iHeartRadio, you know, on Pandora, Spotify, you name it, wherever you listen to your podcast shows, just type in paraprobe, all one word. And I was giving live commentary with Mr. Eric Herbert Stevens um about his interview that we did with him. Um it was a extended three show interview that we had done with him about um uh his <laughs> really, really just off the cuff and wild story of him being actually the creator of point to point navigation that was stolen from him, essentially. Um and this is his story, his words from all the way involving from the Rockefellers uh, to the Clinton administration, Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, Garmin. Uh, <laughs> everybody. Everybody. <laughs> everybody getting paid by him.
2: You forgot yep.
0: Big Willie.
1: Yeah. And Big, Big Willie.
0: Bill Gates.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> Big Willie. We're both like, yeah, Big Willie. Uh, who's Big <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> President Clinton. <clears throat> I mean, fair point. I'm yeah. sure that I'm sure Big Willie. You mentioned
1: would, Big Willie. That's the first way my <laughs> mind went. <but> whatever. <laughs> oh so, my uh, goodness. Yeah. Terrible. So yeah. So anywho, um, for those of you who had listened to the last three hours, uh normally you don't get to hear me and Jesse J during those times unless you happen to be at home and listening to back shows of us on like you know I said before Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, just wherever you get you know your podcasts or you know on on like verified porn. So, I mean, podcasts. But I'm so,
0: sure some people actually have a paraprobe para- probe library.
1: Yes. And you know what's so funny? He was, we were talking about this earlier, that uh, he actually was telling me about us being on, what was it, the the book thing?
0: Oh, audiobooks.
1: Yeah, audiobooks, that our shows yeah. are listed on audiobooks. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, so people can go back and pull our shows up. I would like to know who is not paying us.
2: Amazon. On, uh, everybody. All, yeah, we're on all on
1: these hands. platforms. <laughs> that's and... what you're
0: on. You're on actually uh. on Amazon audiobooks. So,
1: that's see, just
2: crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just think it's funny because I would love to see the 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 reaction of people's faces when they're like sitting there with a Kindle on the beach or whatever, and they pop on Amazon books and they're like, "Oh, Paraprobe, it must be a paranormal story," and they <laughs> click on it and they hear our show. Oh God. Dude, I would love to just see the reaction on our faces listening to it.
2: Well, um, carrying on, there has been some developments since we last spoke with Mr. Herbert Eric Stevens about his uh well, very conspiratorial predicament. Um, actually just today, um when I was driving over to the uh I was listening to y'all on, you know, live on the radio and the broadcast was interrupted and y'all caught it, y'all found out because yeah. like it was literally dead air for a solid 30 seconds. I'm like, "Okay, what happened?" And I wasn't on the skyway yet. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, wicked sketchy. Um, the radio station computer got hacked here. I was talking to him earlier, and he said, "Yeah, you know, he." how long were you uh, able to use it with your name on there? About three months. About three months, and then poof.
1: And then all up. of a sudden today it gets hacked.
2: Yep. And, and
1: now we're being shot at. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's just thunder. <laughs> Anybody happens to hear that, we did not get killed. We were not, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Well, I, I'm really starting to think
2: that that whole, uh, quote unquote conspiracy theory is a real thing, and, uh, I do not have any intentions to suicide myself, just putting that out there. <laughs> Me neither. I'm in, I'm,
1: yeah, I'm in a really happy place in my life, so. But, yeah.
2: uh, yeah, no, um, there's been, like, another couple of bodies that have dropped in relation to those particular individuals, and I'm like, yeah, in particular, more recently to the, uh, Allegations of like fraud from the DNC or were they like basically kicked Bernie Sanders out of the like primary or something like really? that? Really? Bernie got kicked out? Yeah, like the original, like what was that, the twenty sixteen primary? Right. Mm-hmm. Um the DNC was like uh basically said no, even though he had like votes to be in like the top spots mm-hmm. or whatever, um they got rid of him.
0: Wasn't his turn. It was Hillary's turn. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, like, and then, like, one of the uh, head people of the DNC um, suicided himself by hanging and a gunshot to the face. (laughs) Well, the back of the head, excuse me.
1: That dude was bound and determined.
2: Yeah, so. Apparently. Yeah. No, it's. I don't know how you pull that off, but that seems sketchy. (laughs) Same guy.
1: Honestly, though, think about this, okay? Same
2: guy? Uh, What, same guy? Same guy? Yeah.
1: Yeah, apparently he hung himself and shot himself in the back of the head. My my question being is. Just, the same guy.
2: The same guy.
1: Okay, my my question being, though, for argument's sake, just argument's sake, let's say somebody did kill him. Okay, just for argument's sake, I'm not saying it happened. I'm not starting any big conspiracy things out there. I'm just saying for argument's sake, because I don't want to get a whole bunch of emails on this and have to tell all of you you're stupid. For argument's sake, let's just say somebody did kill him. Okay. Okay. You'd have to be the worst hitman ever to have planned that one. Why? Cuz whoever paid this person, get your money back. Cuz who would hang themselves, well, fake hang somebody, but shoot him in the back of the head on top of it.
2: Well, obviously Do you get, do you get
1: my point? Obviously it worked because it was ruled a
2: suicide. <laughs> I mean, no. Keep, Worst corner ever. <laughs> keep keep your money. No, no. It's money well spent. They paid the corner, too. Oh,
1: okay. I mean, no. if,
2: if it is a conspiracy, you know, if, hypothetically, if it is a conspiracy, they paid off the corner, too. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, it sounds to me like after he hung the guy, he said, I better shoot him in the head just to prove
2: I got rid of him. Yeah. Well, he's got to get his money. He didn't think that one through. <laughs> I mean, and so if – You got a guy hanging there. Would he be swinging when you shoot him? Because, I mean, I'm trying to think of how good of a shot this guy is. Did he, like, stabilize him and hold him together? Or was he, like, still alive and flopping like a fish?
1: Now, if the guy, for argument's sake.
2: (laughs) Hypothetically.
1: For hypotheticals. We're not suicidal. Yeah, for argument's sake. Let's say the guy did actually kill himself. Okay. At what point while swinging while being hung did he go, this is not working, and he pulled the gun?
0: <laughs> well, you know, it could have been that he had a gun in his holster and when he kicked the chair out from under him and the chair fell maybe his arm went and knocked the gun out of the holster and when the gun hit the floor it went off bullet striking him in back of head I'm buying it
2: the only way
1: that it's like a 1 in a million shot 1 in a billion well he he's trying not to die
2: unless it was a double action Revolver yeah, with the um, hammer already pulled back, mm-hmm. like full cocked, and like by some crazy miracle. I, I don't know what angle he was – This guy used
0: to work with the Clintons?
1: It would definitively have to hit just right.
0: I'm buying it.
1: It would definitively <laughs> have to hit just right. It would literally have to hit just right to decock <laughs> The hammer to let it drop forward to hit the primer in yeah. order to make the bullet go off. Exactly.
2: It literally has to fall on the hammer and then like be pointed at him at the
1: At the right angle.
2: Yeah. I I seems I, legit. Seems I, legit. Yeah, I'm, buying, I'm it. buying it. Sounds it.
0: like yeah. a sound yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plausible to me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. But yeah. then what do I know? Yeah, yeah. no. We're uh yeah. we do not have any intention of suiciding ourselves.
1: Not <laughs> one bit.
2: Anyways, um, on the good news uh, front,
1: remember if you guys hear that I drown, (laughs) former Navy and Coast Guard, and he's a fish. Likelihood I did not drown.
2: He has gills. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, uh, what is that? Waterworld. He's a uh, ichthyosapien.
1: They'll be like, he climbed to the top of this thing and that and the other, and then he wrapped the you know noose around his neck to hang himself. I got a bad knee.
2: (laughs) Yep, I know which one too. Anyway, so let's move on back to Herbert Eric Stevens, who is sure. still alive and breathing and yes. not suicidal. Yep. Yes. Um, and black. Yes. And there's it, I don't think they care about that.
1: Um, but he didn't tell us when we first became friends.
2: Oh, God. You're still riding that train.
1: Okay. We discussed it in the last show.
2: <laughs> I meant to. In an earlier segment, which if you tuned in here, it, just it is recorded. Me. Before that, somebody did not hit
1: record. I know. That was my bad. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he asked me like the same
1: a, thing he asked me he's like were you recording this i'm like nope you should be i just jumped live and wasn't thinking
2: yep um anyways on the good news front um mr herbert eric stevens here um has gotten a whole lot more google hits um he does actually have like google hits instead of absolutely nothing like last time we met
1: yeah last time yep. um
2: mm-hmm. and he was approached by a Canadian attorney. With a very hefty retainer, he tells me. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about this uh, attorney here, or what you can. Well,
0: um, just the only thing I can tell you is, is uh, they are world class. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're willing to take on uh, the likes of uh, Barnes & Noble. They're willing to take on the likes of Jeff Bezos and Amazon and go after the book royalties and what have you. Uh, I just have to come up with a very healthy retainer. Right, And yeah. how much was that retainer? Oh, yeah. A Re- lot. Well, actually – No, it's okay.
1: You can put it in, out there. In
0: all actuality, uh, it maxes it like 50 grand. Okay. It's going to take about 50 grand. So I did set up – I did set up a GoFundMe page. Mm-hmm. I, I, I literally did set up
2: a GoFundMe page. Now, I don't know – What's the link to that GoFundMe? Or what's what, what's the title I of
0: think I think it's – I think I titled it something – probably knowing me – I probably titled it like Four Year Tech War or something like that. Four okay, Year yeah. War with Big Tech, something like that, Herbert Eric Stevens.
2: Also, if you want to be yeah. a little more resistant to that, check out Give, Send, Go. They're like GoFundMe, except they don't like cancel you if they don't like your cause Ah.
1: another thing is too if our listening audience out there we are not going to get into a a a rehash of your entire interview all over again we're just not yeah there's a listening audience out out there there if you want to go back to catch on and catch up with the story that we're currently listening to right all you have to do once again go to iheart go to anywhere you listen to your podcast shows just go on there put in paraprobe All of our shows are listed. Just go back, and you'll see Title with Herbert Eric Stevens. Go back and listen to him, one, two, and three, and you will see the trilogy of this story that that took place, and we're going to paraphrase to cut it short. That Basically, he created, back in 1989, the Point-to-Point Integrated Navigation System, which at the time you you referred to it, what did you call it? Global
0: World Connect.
1: Thank you. Global World Connect. Land, Sea, and air. Yeah, and which now, obviously, is not... Owned by him, and there is a very lengthy story on how that happened. By well, him.
0: actually, Global World Connect is still owned by
2: me.
1: I'm talking about the. But they manufactured. Yeah. And changed yeah. It's, it's now called it GPS. Garmin. You yes. know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. GWC. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now the thing is too. Um, That's what I'm calling it. From also one, too, uh, you can go back and you can actually buy one of his books. Um, he probably won't get paid for it, which we've been finding out uh, through like Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all those. We
0: will when we get to the court systems. We're going to get paid.
1: Okay, and give him the title of your book as well. So,
0: Literary Documentation Book One: Stuck on the Outside: My Personal Quest to Become an Integral Part of the American Dream.
1: There you go. Book two coming soon. And book two coming soon. Mm -hmm. So, in this, you know, lengthy process, we have interviewed him over three times um, throughout the, because it did. It took three full shows in order to cover this, this story, which is still ongoing, obviously. Right. And it's everybody, everybody of importance, it seems like, is connected into this story that completely screwed him. What originally started it, though, was meeting with Senator Rockefeller. On it getting stolen from you, having an appointment,
0: having an appointment with, with him. Senator
1: he never actually got to meet him face to oh, face. It he was
0: conveniently was out of the room.
1: Yeah, it was his chief of staff yes, that Mr. you told Lane us, Bailey, yes. Mr. Lane Bailey, mm-hmm. was the one who threatened him and said, "You are not leaving with these documents." Correct. Period. Correct. And so, yeah, it was confiscated, and he was quickly escorted out of the building. Correct. And then, uh and then now, of course, fast forward, you know, years later. And now there's GPS and everything from your cell phones, which was originally what he wanted, was it to be in cell phones. Well,
0: when you read in the book, you'll see the original plans, okay? Yeah. Uh, one of the ones I like to boast about is I actually even said in 1989 that UPS Brown would literally utilize this system to yep. navigate their ground delivery. Uh, uh, delivery uh, you know,
2: So in other words, sources. he didn't just create the thing or come up with the idea. He right. realized the full potential of it. Yeah. And knew that it would be something that everybody would yeah.
1: need, want, and use. Yeah, it, it was, would eliminate
0: maps. I mean, it did to the mapping system. Yeah. You know what the car did to the buggy whip. Yeah,
1: he yeah. he thought up the the idea of it, put it together in his head. Found someone that actually put it to physically together as diagrams. That was, that was me. Yeah, for the patent and so and so on and so forth. And then uh, when he was meeting with someone. Uh, with Senator Rockefeller, or, well, was planning on it right. in order to get funding in order to pay for said, you know, right. creation. Right. And then from there, like we discussed earlier, you know, or you told us, that Lane Bailey, his chief of staff, was the one who confiscated it and said, yeah, not you're not leaving the building with
0: he it. He said basically, take a hike.
1: Yep, <laughs> out of here. So, and then fast forward years later, you know, he's written his book about it, the whole nine yards, and amazingly, not getting paid for it. Even though there's documented proof, according to you, right. on these websites from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, right. that these books are being sold, yeah. you know, they're being actually taught in some colleges, yeah, uh, for certain classes, right? And you're getting absolutely nothing out
0: and, of it. And the, you know, and the interesting thing about it is, it's so blatant. Anybody can look this stuff up. I mean, anybody can see it, you know, it's, 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 well,
2: everybody says that about a lot of things now and it just doesn't happen because it doesn't.
1: So then you Um, have been passing around your story to many, many people, including us. When you came to us to do our show, uh, you were interviewed by Val, you know, the person who owns the station. Right. Uh you were interviewed by other you know members of the media right. and then on top of it you turn around and you got contacted by this Canadian attorney who wanted right. to take it. Right. but of course retainer is extremely high, which I understand why. Sure. Because fifty thousand dollars that for something of this magnitude, yeah. you're talking about yeah. realistically, if it and I'm not taking sides here, I'm just right. saying that if it was true, right. all of it. Right. You're looking at hundreds of millions of dollars owed to you.
0: Oh, that's just in the book royalty. Yeah, and that's just in the about, book side. We're not talking about yeah, the GPS we're not side and all the G- that. The yeah. GPS side is in the trillions.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it's going to cost money for this lawyer in order yeah. to run that many hours to get everything ascertained oh, yeah. and needed oh, and yeah. subpoenas and so on and so oh, yeah. forth, you know, to make this happen. But see, here's
0: what I'm willing to do, okay? Anybody who wants to do some investing, okay, into my legal fees, okay? simply contact the station because once my book royalties are released I'll pay 10 to 1 on the dollar okay so if somebody uh and and my hands don't have to hit any of it and go straight to the law firm and they can you know create the documents we'll sign the deal it's not a problem somebody puts up the whole 50,000 my book royalties are released they'll get back 500,000 i'll pay 10 to 1
2: See, he's not greedy. He's not even in it for the money. And that's right. what makes this uh a little more believable because if you were just in it for the money, right. you wouldn't be putting out offers like that. That's nothing. Actually, I'm not even that greedy and I wouldn't be putting out offers yeah. like that. Well, I was gonna say,
1: I mean, <laughs> if you look at the overall big picture, but see there's gonna be a change. snowball
0: effect, okay? Yeah. And that is it's like once my book royalties are released to me, okay? then everybody else out there is going to start looking at their Amazon deals. They're going to be wondering how they can prove that they're getting what they're supposed to be getting from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Then they're going to be finding out that, hey, they're being stolen from, too. And it's going to bring down the largest, I personally think, class action that anybody's ever seen, man. This is going to be bigger than big tobacco.
2: Well, and then on top of that, the –
0: Think about it. Think about it. If they will literally take every single dime from me, the poor guy that's selling his book for ninety nine cents on Amazon, you don't think that they're taking an extra nickel?
1: Well, it's just like we were talking about a couple hours ago when we were doing our, our live bid on air, that uh like with payroll, payroll scams. Right. Left and right. It's like the, the you know, I, I've been noticing with my paycheck. Yeah, And there's supposed to be a, obviously a fee that's done in order, right. you know, for the company to get paid that handles the payroll for all of us sure. who work for this company that sure. I work for. And i noticed that there's all of a sudden an extra $24 taken out of my check every single week. Yeah. And if, just saying if, if that was not an intended fee that's supposed to be being taken out, right? what if you're doing this to everybody who uses that company and that particular system? Man. You're talking about, I'm not even going to mention the name. It's a huge company. Very huge in America. Let me tell you something. You're talking millions of dollars a week they're probably making.
0: Let me tell you something. When I was maybe about 12 years old, American Express one day said, you know what? We're going to charge our 1 million (coughs) cardholders effective January 1, I believe was the date they used a $25 annual fee. Just like that, they flipped the switch and made $25 million. Yeah. Now, when wow. they asked, yeah, and, and so that's why, you know, that's how that thing started with annual fees and things of that nature. I've been around 65 years, guys. I've seen a lot of stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So when they asked Warren Buffett, why was it that he's never invested in with Jeff Bezos or Amazon. Buffett literally looked at the guy and he literally said, I didn't believe you can make that kind of money selling books. And you can't. Mm-hmm. But you can certainly steal that kind of money. Yeah. Selling books.
2: Well, and then on top of that, okay. and any time, I don't know how much you've dealt with, like, just actual Amazon. Yeah. So you go on there and you'll see, like, I don't know, like this iPhone. Right. on on Amazon for what I don't think they even sell iPhones on there. Um I don't know, a, a battery pack. Okay. Like you would get to charge your phone on the go and stuff. You can go to that company's website, see it for let's say 59.99. Right. You go on Amazon, you'll see it 49.99. Right. But then on top of that discount, that they're not getting their extra money or whatever, their profit, they companies that sell their stuff on Amazon have to pay an extra 30% to Amazon to sell their products on Amazon. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can't get that rich selling books. You have to. Well, see, here's rip the thing. Off.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> got we'll a system. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. There's two different barcode systems. The barcode that's on the back of the uh, book that's at Barnes and Noble. Uh, the uh, Congress passed a law that stated that they have to tell you the location that it was printed. They have to tell you what batch number it's from. In other words, if it's the first batch, second batch, first printing, second printing, same thing. And they have to tell you how many quantity were printed in that particular batch. However, on Amazon, they have a barcode, and their barcode lists the pricing and the ISBN number to identify it. Yeah. Their own ASIN number,
1: in which they have to have all that because of taxes Correct. and so on and so forth. That's how the now IRS that's keeps the
0: key right there. That's the how taxes, IRS keeps right?
1: track of okay. all this stuff being so sold my, and the so, taxes and so, so on. And so when forth.
0: my book showed up, okay, mm-hmm. on the back it's supposed to have five digits. It's a nine if it's U.S. currency. It's yep. a five if it's Canadian. Five is Canadian. The first, yep. first two digits or the first digit, right? Then behind that. There's four digits to tell you the price of the book. So my book sells for $88.54. Okay? So it should have read 98854. You know what that book said from Amazon? It said 90000. So what Bezos is doing is Bezos is making the book cost, uh, you know, he'll tell the tax people, oh, well, we sold the book for $15. Uh, Mm-hmm. So they'll then only pay the tax on the $15, but the other 73 is all going straight to Mr. Bezos' uh, pocket. I mean, this guy's the biggest thief there is on the planet. And yes, I'm saying it. Herbert Eric Stevens live in studio saying that Bezos is probably the biggest thief on the planet. Richest man, how to get there? Well, one thing's for sure, the man owes me more than he he owes. I was gonna me say north. show
1: me a rich person who has not he, cut corners. He <laughs> owes
0: me north of one hundred million dollars in book royalties.
2: Yeah. Where is it? I, I wonder what exempts them from that because I'm 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 literally looking on, you know, their uh like their seller central and their barcode requirement and it's what is this fulfillment by oh, like there's nothing so the manufacturer barcodes, which obviously Amazon mm-hmm. manufactures your book Mm-hmm. And so does Barnes & Noble because you went through two different companies to get two different. Well, Barnes & Noble
0: doesn't manufacture the book. They actually farm theirs off to uh, a company called Ingram Press. And Ingram actually mm-hmm. prints the book in five locations around the United States. So Ingram on that Press barcode, is a huge company,
1: too. Yeah, yeah, they do a like lot, lot one. of big books. Yeah.
0: yeah, they're like number one. So uh, Yeah, the
2: only thing that is referring to. Anything about like what would concern your books or anything, is like a transparency authenticity codes. They're stickers to help brand new owners and customers see a counterfeit or not. You know, I mean, Mm. there's nothing for like a federal code on there at all. I mean, it just says the barcodes need to be able to be. UPC, EAN, JAN, ISBN, but like, then they have their own barcodes, FN, SKU, you know, Uh it's not, it's not even like, it's not part of the standardized system, and I wonder what exempts them from that.
0: Right, isn't that interesting?
2: You know, and the other
0: thing is, is that Federal Express, okay, um, I had sent out a little ditty, uh, and I put it on Twitter. And this is how I got banned from Twitter. <laughs> I literally tweeted out. I said, I took a picture of the barcode of the back of the book showing all the zeros, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I put this tweet out and it said, Bezos is Amazon fleecing author. I paid $88.54 full price retail to see how customers would receive my product. Royalties stolen. Authors, check your royalties and barcodes. And I shut myself in and I tweeted that out to 1,440 entities globally over six days. Day six, uh, Twitter comes in and they go, hey, 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 you can't do it. It was too freaking late, man, because I had reached 2.5 billion people worldwide. And one of them was Federal Express. And Federal Express sent me an email and they said, hey, tell us more about this barcode thing. I said, Oh, you want to know about the barcode, man? Two days later, they dropped their contract with Amazon, and that is why today you see Amazon delivery trucks on the road because FedEx dropped them. Wow, I did not know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, did I. I know. Interesting.
0: I know. Listen, I didn't take this tech war laying down, man. When you when you see what's in what's coming in in, in book two, yeah. Huh man, I cost these guys as much money as they've cost
2: me. So tell us more about book two. When is that, Is that, like, ready to it's, come out? Yeah, or are it's, you... it's
0: ready to go. I just
2: have to package
0: it, and you know, and, you know, find a publisher who's going to uh, pay you. you know, who's going to pay me, who's going <laughs> to be right by me, you know. Uh, probably going to have to go through the system and get a... Um, you know, what do they call it? a, a book agent or something like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, you have to be a literary agent.
0: Literary agent or something like that. Yep. But uh they had that shut down too. There was not one literary agent on the globe who would touch book one. Wow. Yeah. So I so what I did was I published it myself. And then when I went to put it in hardcover, Barnes and Noble told me they were gonna vet it first, and when they finished vetting it, they said, We are now the publishers and I said, Go ahead and put your name on it. So Barnes & Noble Press is the publisher and hardcover, and all they did was validate everything that I wrote.
1: Which is interesting because the fact that looking at the big picture here, if everything in there you said was true yeah, in the they, story. They I'm not saying it. it's not. Yeah, just yeah. saying if it was, right?
0: Their name is on
1: it. They're accepting that liability by saying, well, we're putting it out there. Because, Absolutely. You know, That's uh, why
0: told, they told me, hey.
1: Because if they said Noble, they had to bet it...
0: They said Barnes & Noble Press is now the publisher in hardcover at $205.43 a copy. And I said, go ahead and put your name on it. They did.
1: Man. I thought I was big time when I got my little story published in Reader's Digest.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Hmm. yeah. Interesting.
2: I mean, no, I, it's...
0: Look. So so if you go to the website, Barnes & Noble's <laughs> website, and you look up my book, stuck on, just put stuck on the outside in the search engine, okay... And um, you click on the 20543. When you scroll down, you tell me what you see when it says publisher.
1: We're gonna look right now. We're gonna do this live. We're gonna yeah. Google it. Go which Jesse's pulling it up right now.
0: That's right. And Step uh, on the outside, in the search box. You'll see the eighty eight fifty four. Dude, that would up. make a
2: great song title. I'm, I'm glad you it really put Stuck like. on
1: the Outside in this and not there just a in the typical Google search there because no th- knows what you would have pulled up.
0: Yeah, there's a song <laughs> There's a song that's out there by this chick that's called Stuck on the Outside.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, here, hold on. Do, 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 okay, do, do, go do, to 205.43, do.
0: click on that. Press
2: point. button.
0: And, and then scroll. And look at it. Publisher. Who's it say?
1: Okay, 402 pages. It says you as a publisher.
0: That's in 8854. Click on 20543.
1: My bad. I don't follow directions well. It's all right. (laughs) It's all right. It's all
2: right. Oh, my God, it's so slow. Why are you so slow?
1: So, moving on. Yeah. Jesse looks all this stuff up. So.
0: All you had to do is scroll back up. It'll list all three options on the book. It'll list the nook, the paperback, and the hardcover. And on the Nook at forty-four ninety-five, you click on that, I'm the publisher. You click Added on the cart, 80, 88 54, 54. I'm yep. the publisher. Click on 205 43 and scroll, and who's the publisher?
2: It looks like it is just the $88 one on there now. The hmm. rest of them are gone. No, 205 43 is there.
1: No, no, we're showing you or yeah. telling you what's showing on the screen I'm looking at it right now.
2: Here, you can come look if you want to. I mean, this is – I literally – Are you on Barnes & Noble Press? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Are you on Barnes & Noble's website? Yeah. Yes. And, and it's you, literally and like
0: – You put in the search engine up top.
2: I can literally search again for you if you want to. Yeah,
0: put in – I mean, look. Put it stuck on the I outside. can
2: search in front of you, and it's just bringing up the
1: 8854. The 8854.
2: Add to cart. Yep. All right. Round three. And looting. please wait. Yeah, just the yeah, same book. Same book, 8854. Like, not even, not even the... There's not even a, like, also...
0: Okay, so you, you, know, you don't see a thing that says all different options nope. or what have you? It looks
2: like that's been taken down as well, bud. Yeah.
0: Oh, they must be listening to your
2: show.
1: <laughs> I knew it. I was, nobody likes me. I'm
3: so, home. since you guys
1: are listening, if you want to go back and listen to our prior shows... <laughs> You can go catch us on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, everywhere you get your books. Um, I mean, not books, your podcast. Well, you can get us on audiobooks on Amazon. Apparently, apparently, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah you're gonna find, it. <laughs> yeah. But the crazy thing is, is that there's been a whole lot of strange things throughout this entire uh, saga. Saga, yeah. Mm-hmm. With this story,
2: it, it's it's very unusual because, like, normally I'm not like okay, two plus two equals. Four point six two because yeah. like, I, I'm not the conspiratorial type that would put things. I love a good conspiracy theory. We I love, love conspiracy to. theories. Yeah, but time. I'm not the one that puts them together usually. And I, if I do put things together, I'm usually like not looking for the end result.
1: Oh, I, I got like one that. for you, but we'll discuss it after the show. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. No, I promise you, you'll be going down the rabbit hole tonight.
2: Well, I mean, and, and as, you know, a couple you know, of people. You I know, me mean, with the
1: missus. You know, it's definitely going to be one of those you're going to be looking stuff up, I promise. Oh, no,
2: don't do that. I'm telling you. I was you. planning on hanging out with the wife tonight. Now I'm going to be segregated in, like, the closet looking stuff up on my phone. <laughs> oh, my God. They're after me. I, where's my tinfoil hat?
1: I'll be calling. Where's Jesse? Becky be like, he's in the closet. And I know that, but where is he?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm in the closet. <laughs> Best South Park episode. I love it. <laughs> um, Anyways, uh, like... While he's looking that up, I mean, as you know, you are in the process of writing a book. Yep, I'm doing an outline for a book that I just like randomly thought up like a couple weeks ago. Yep, and I'm working on the outline for it. It's going to be pretty freaking cool. And I
1: actually have two stories in the works right now. Yeah, two stories. I'm trying to make sure I focus on one to complete one, but I actually have two that I want to write. And and the the two I keep kind of going back and forth. It, I'm one of those people like. Okay, if I was a paid author, mm-hmm. then yeah, I would say okay, I'm sitting down for the next three weeks, eight hours a day. This is all I'm doing is writing and doing this book. Mm-hmm. But with my life and and you know how it is, oh you yeah. know, and our lives, period, as crazy as they are, it, it's like I and mine are like random moments where all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I got to write this, and mm-hmm. I'll turn around, boop, pop myself up, and start writing.
2: Oh, I see it's Michelle Obama the light. Okay, he's typing it in too. But no, as, as a couple of, you know, hopefully soon to be authors, yeah. you know, we, we have a vested interest in like seeing how this goes and yes. what
1: happens. Uh, the reason for being for my writing is for two reasons. One, I love to be creative. Two, love horror. Both of them are horror stories. And then third is because, well, we know a guy who can do film. Mr. John Resnick. Yeah. And this might be something See, later See, it down was the doing line. that
2: right there. It's just one book.
1: Yep, something we can get together a little bit later down the line, put together, and maybe write up you know possible script, maybe make a movie. John's been uh, wanting to do a movie for a while, and he's actually got some money put aside to actually do a film. And we've been talking back and forth about possibly doing a, another film in the near future. Oh, there's a drop down. Because we did the movie House of Blood together. Uh, which was John's creation. Uh, I had nothing to do with any of that. I was just you know like a, a background actor in the movie and yeah, did some were... stunt work. But all that was all John. I don't, I don't want people thinking like I did the movie with John, like helped him or nothing, or, like put it together. No, no, that's all John. That was all his idea, everything. Um, but I'm hoping that once I get one of these books completed, maybe talk to him about maybe going ahead and doing another movie. Uh, I know John's actually got a couple of good scripts that he's uh, shared with me. They've been talking about doing for a film, and they're pretty good ideas.
2: Who's yeah, so. publisher? there you go. The publisher is Barnes & Noble Press. Okay, okay. And I stand corrected. That, and how much is that book? That's the $209 one. It, 205 and 43 Well, like cents. I, uh, I who's, accidentally who's, tapped who's something. Who's the publisher? Barnes & Noble. Okay. Okay, so they have, like, accepted liability for that. And why couldn't – am I just – am I just – ridiculous and like can't figure out things hold on i i have to check again on the computer here really
1: are you serious like
0: i said we just wasted drop-down. like
1: 10 minutes there's of you a doing
2: this. Down section
1: that will list Holy all crap. three
0: of the books and what their pricing is so when you scroll down look where it shows you the price and you want to click on that box there
2: Okay, I found it. Yep, no, I was just rushing through everything. Okay, good enough, sure. good enough. My bad, my bad.
0: And what's it say?
2: It says Barnes & Noble is the publisher.
0: I rest my case. Yep,
2: you're right. Once again, once again, his documentation, and his memory like a steel trap, outwits uh, my would-be fact-checking.
1: All right, publisher, Barnes & Noble's publication date, 10-9-2018. Serious literary documentation book number one it's not even that big of a book either it's 402 pages edition description hard covered edit uh or edition excuse me pages 402 product dimensions oh <laughs> 8.50 nice <laughs> so
0: <laughs> how much does that sucker weigh
2: a lot i don't know i i, I clicked out because he started making weird comments sorry <laughs> I mean,
0: paperback it weighs two and a half pounds. The printing that I show that I have on the I'm book we got, you guys, <laughs> yeah. they printed one thousand two hundred and fifty of them at wow. two and a half pounds. That's three thousand one hundred and twenty-five pounds.
1: And yeah, shame that you weren't getting paid by the pound.
0: That means they're printing them by the ton and a
1: half. Wow. Good lord. Ton and a half in books would be probably about one can you imagine full pallet, Yeah, Maybe Can two. you
0: imagine the size of that pallet, man? Yeah. 1,250 of those. And they're freaking thick.
1: Oh, actually, it'd be more than one pallet. Yeah. That'd yeah. be like probably about four or five. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And they were only supposed to print one in that order. What? And they print it $1,250. Good it's a Lord. print-on-demand book, man. Interesting. You order one, they're supposed to print one.
1: Sounds like you're getting paid for one book for every
0: 1250 Yeah. Well, they I ain't getting that.
1: <laughs> yeah, what, apparently. Was it
2: like three cents a book that you were actually getting paid instead yeah, of... Well,
0: that was over at Amazon.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: This is Barnes & Noble. They
2: told me... Remember, I've
0: got the recording in there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: lady
0: told me, these are the numbers we have for you, Mr. Stevens. You have only sold two books, and you're not getting a dime. Why? He
1: actually... Pulled up on the phone, which I will—I gotta give full transparency here. We did not hear the whole recording. No, it it, was, a but, a it was, recording. was a three and we a half have, hour recording. It was a three and a half hour recording. Yeah, yeah. Between him and the people there at Amazon, which no nope, Barnes or and all. Barnes and all, excuse yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, now I see how they get away with it. Yeah, they keep on the phone for three and a half hours, thinking you might hang up. Oh, yeah, of course. or your battery might die on your phone.
0: Of course, yes. that's yeah. ridiculous. See, yeah. I'm a patient man. I waited, you know. Thirty some years. Hold on a minute, Mr.
1: Stevens. I'm going to go check on this. And they go out to lunch. They have an mm-hmm. after lunch meeting. Leave the have a couple of martinis way. during Shoot. meeting.
0: Yeah. Come back and that freaking guy, Herbert Stevens, he's yeah. still on the freaking phone. Man.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm still checking on that. I'll get back with you. Yeah.
2: yeah well, when it comes when they to come like, you back, know,
0: he's got facts. <laughs> it,
2: it, if I had that much money on the line, you dagger him right. I'm going to sit on the phone for oh, absolutely. Yeah, would I mean, be plugged in.
1: in. Yep, plugged in on the charger, yep. sitting there. Why? Well, no, I'm not going to lose the signal. I would have drinks with me, yep. lunch with me, whatever yep. I needed. Yep.
0: And you know what's funny about it? Okay. So, th- this last copy of the book uh, that I had sent to me is from April this year. Okay. Now, in April of 2019, they were printing them in batches of 300. Okay. Wow. So, here we are. 52 months in, you would think that number should have gone way down, right? Yeah. It's quadrupled. Hmm. They're now printing them in
2: blocks of 1250
0: Now, you tell me how much money do they
2: owe me. Uh, I'm not good at math. Yeah. It's a (laughs) lot. It's a lot.
0: Apparently, neither are they because I'm the same guy. They said, hey, you've only sold two books. Well, why are you printing 1,250 of them for a guy who in one order, okay, that's showing you that it's the 30th time you print it from that location, one of five, okay? Uh, why would you do that for a guy who had only sold two books?
1: Yeah, because that really would not make sense to print up that many books if they not have already been pre-bought. Thank you. Because you're just wasting your own printing paper and money and, and everything to take care of all that. I mean, you got to think. If you took a book with absolutely no story to it, just a book with the cover, the papers, all that, I mean, you're looking at probably about maybe three, four bucks probably to put it together, right? The, and then cost, cost for paper and everything. The
0: cost thing. on printing, the cost, the, the book's out, book retails for like 88 54 Yeah. If you calc in the maximum amount of cost for the color version and paperback, you're probably talking about 12 bucks.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. The other the the other rest of it, you know, a third goes to the marketing of the book. A third goes to the you know the purchaser and the selling of the book. Mm-hmm. And then the other third's supposed to go to me. So everybody got paid but me.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, right. because they know good and well if they had to pay me the royalties on this book, now I've got the money to go after Gates and GPS.
1: You see. This is really concerning me that this is this could possibly be happening because I'm still sticking with the the you know, waiting for the transparency sure. from you know what sure. I mean. Sure. Sure, because I mean, I mean, what does it say about my only brands? Am I not getting all my money?
2: <laughs> I'm over here listening to y'all too much right now. Dude, let me tell, <laughs> let let me tell you. Let me tell you
0: something, man. Anybody, anybody, anywhere on this planet who is selling a book from Amazon, okay, is only getting what Amazon says they sold, not necessarily what they have sold. You understand? Yeah. They're all just taking their word that this is, hey, and trust And Honestly,
1: us. at the end of the day, yeah. it really is that at the end of the day. You're and just going on their be, word because the, you have no got, proof. There's we've not like got a, the
0: technology now where they can have a, a, a different corporation who specifically is there to act as the go-between, to validate the sale between the manufacturer, between the printer. Okay, and to verify and validate the royalties, and that is non-existent.
1: Yeah, because uh, plain and simple truth is that well, there's not a printing station right in front of you. You can't just walk up there and go look at how many books have been printed.
0: Oh, you want to know what they told me? You know, that's what I'm saying. You really do Mm -hmm. They told me at Ingram Press, yeah, we're printing your book. Heck yeah, but you're the author. We can't talk to you. Our contract is between Barnes & Noble and and us. So if you want to know how many books that you've had printed, you've got to get that number from Barnes & Noble.
1: That I understand because it's a liability for them. Of
0: course it is.
1: Yeah, so I totally understand that Of
0: course it is. But guess what? When we get court subpoenas involved and what have you, it's going to be a different story.
2: Yep. I've got a weird question. Sure. So I'm over here kind of like, Looking around at how are. many hits you got on your um yeah. on like Google now now yeah. that's your actually well, I on have Google. No idea. Yeah. But um, so have you been on your Twitter since uh the whole thing between uh no, no. I th- it looks like your Twitter is unblocked. I have no idea. So like you can hop on there and have fun again. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah,
1: looks like it's not I blocked no anymore.
2: Idea. Yeah. So you it's have probably have been, not the original Twitter account. It it's was probably, like something probably. To not. To yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, it could be. I, I have I'd no idea. Know. I
0: haven't looked. I'll take a look. Yeah.
2: yeah I'll I take mean, a there's a possibility you've been unbanned since all that stuff started mm. unraveling and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Elon uh, came well, in. Maybe, maybe yeah. since this Mr. whole thing was about Elon. Since That's Musk. what
1: happened. Elon said he was going to buy the company, he went in there, found his name, unblocked him, and then he said, no, I don't want to buy it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's right. We That's figured it out. We figured
1: out why Elon originally <laughs> wanted to buy Twitter and why he backed out. Because he now wanted to nail Jeff Bezos well, to the wall.
0: Now that could where Elon
1: no. wanted to get rid of Jeff Bezos. That I had could, put this conspiracy together. I had figured it out.
0: That could very well be, an i the bait. Right? There you go. Mm. Yeah. Wow isn't that crazy? That is. But I put that tweet out, and I heard from Federal Express, and they asked me to explain the barcode situation. I sent them, resent them the barcode, explained the situation, and within forty-eight hours now, they dropped Amazon. Did they
1: email you your personal email asking you this, yeah. or was it okay? Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Mhm. Yes, they did.
1: That's insane. And to be yeah. even approached.
0: Yeah. By. And and it was interesting because I also got emailed by Walmart. I also got emailed by uh, a couple of stores out of New York City. Because I'm telling you guys, I tweeted to over 1,400 different entities. So anything you can think of, I hit them. Okay? And when it got over into, uh, when I was tweeting over in China, man, some of them cats, man, had like 10 million followers and what have you. So after the smoke cleared, I had reached 2.5 billion people. And that's why they can't turn the sales off on this book. And that's why they can't make it stop and they can't make it go away.
1: Too many eyes on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just interesting to see where all this may go. It really is.
0: Yeah. So I'm serious about my offer, man. Uh, You have somebody contact this station, man. And if somebody wants to make an investment, we will hook them up with the attorney and the law firms that are going to handle this. And Mm -hmm. they can do an agreement. And I will literally pay. 10 times the amount of whatever it is that they put into my legal fund, okay, up on the release of the book royalties.
2: And you can find the contact information for this radio station at 1490wwpr.com. Oh, yeah.
1: There Absolutely. you go. Yeah. 1490wwpr.com. Yeah. Yep. It's that simple. 1490wwpr.com. So
0: somebody out there wants to even the playing field, okay? Um, let me tell you, this. When this thing does finally get into the courts, I mean, we're talking about some—we're uh, talking about legal history. It's yeah. going to be
2: made. well. And uh, that, that's what I was trying to mention earlier. Like, yeah. it, it's yeah. going to be a long, drawn-out battle. And oh, I, it's,
1: it's going to be lengthy. As, and yeah.
2: I think but that's the why the interesting
0: re- thing is—is is the book royalties. You guys, that's just the beginning. I mm. mean, that—if mm-hmm. you really think about it, that's nothing. Because here's the deal: a guy writes a book, he signs a deal, everybody agrees it's going to be split three ways. The first two ways get theirs, and they keep the third guys. And they continue to do it 24 hours a day, 365, and say, so what? Sue us. Okay? And you so can't I,
2: because they're too big. Yeah, well,
0: it's not that. It's it's be, it, First of all, it was finally finding somebody who would be willing to take them on. Okay? But then, you know, the problem is is, is they can't get anything done because they've got to write checks to people, too, yeah. to get grunt work done once the grunt work is done you know they have PIs you
1: you know and everything else that gets involved in this
0: then you're talking about me being able to be in the position to walk into three or four different law firms and say hey you know here's a 10 million dollar retainer I'm going after Bill Gates I'm going after Rockefeller I'm going after Garmin I'm going after the U.S. Army I'm going after the car manufacturers I'm going after the you know cell phone corporations anybody who is out there Trading in any aspect of GPS has taken a bite out of the tree of the poisonous fruit. They bought stolen technology, and they owe me, from Boeing to you name it. That's crazy. I I can't even... Land, sea, and air.
1: And for the listening audience out there, if you're not fully up to speed on what we're talking about, at the very beginning of the show, paraphrase it, this gentleman is, you know, according to him, the creator point-to-point navigation for like your cell phones, stuff like that, your Tom-Toms that used to be back in the day, all that, right? And all that got taken away from him. It started off with Senator Rockefeller and his associate, which was his chief of staff, Tom Laney.
3: Nope. Or Lane I'm sorry.
1: Lane Bailey, thank you. Right. Um, who snatched it from him and said, you will not be leaving this building with those documents. Alright? So anyhow, that's where the story starts. For more of that story, you can go back, listen to the show titled Eric Herbert Stevens, on our show, Paraprobe.
0: Herbert, Eric Stevens. you got to put it in there or, right.
1: Okay. Herbert Eric there Stevens. There right. yeah. uh, you can go back to our show, Paraprobe. You can find us on all your social uh, – your – God, I am so tongue-tied totally right now. On all your podcast platforms, there we go, for iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, probably not for much longer, Uh, a few (laughs) other places, that you'll be able to pull up our show and go back and find these past shows and listen to his entire story. Yes, me and Jesse, we make our little chucklehead jokes like we do. That's what we do. Ha-ha, funny, funny. It's entertainment. That's what we do. But. Get the book. You got to check out the book, too. Definitely got to pull this book. You yeah. want
0: to know what's the most important thing in that book, man, I think. Our okay. names. And yeah, well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> the actual documents? You two weren't
0: even a thought. No, the, um, uh, the mere fact that the receipts from Mason, Fenwick, and Lawrence, that shows that I put the GPS under retainer like two hours before I went to meet with Rockefeller at yeah. a D.C. law firm, and the receipts are in the book. I shopped it with Ross Perot. The receipts are in... The the letters, pardon me, are in the book. I shopped it with the patent division of NEC in Japan. The letters from their patent division are in the book. Okay? the uh, The newspaper clippings from Motorola that shows in 91 they linked the cell phone to the satellite. I was two years ahead of that technology. Yeah. It's in the book. So, you know... Whether they want to take any uh, uh, credence into what I'm saying or interviews, whether they want to believe them or not, guess what? All of the documentation is in the book.
1: Yep. Wow. It's definitely been a long haul today. It's been a crazy day today. It's been um, great. I do want to give a quick shout out. Um, I found out that the end of our last show, um, this is a shout out to my family. Uh, my mother had called me uh about an hour ago right before we started this hour program today that my uh my uncle Archie Mac Hickox um has passed away um he passed away apparently from one understanding a few days ago um some of the family's just hearing about it me too obviously, so I want to give my love and condolences to the rest of my family out there um love and family to you know archie 's you know his immediate, you know, family. Um, yeah, it's been a been a, a fun and interesting day, and then been a rough day as of the afternoon. So, anyways, just want to give that shout out, uh, Uncle Archie, love you and miss you, and uh, just want to give that shout out to everybody uh, from my family. So, Sorry for your loss, man. My condolences. Thank you. Thank you. So, on that note. <clears throat> <laughs> Let's talk about all the things. <laughs> I'm,
2: not, I'm not even trying to laugh right now. It's on like, well, that major downer. <laughs> 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 right. uh,
1: trust me. My uncle had a such a of, screwed up humor like me. He would guys. expect me to say something have stupid. Have you guys
0: heard about the gold strike in Uganda? What are you talking about? Have you heard about the gold strike in Uganda? No. no. What's, what's going on. Last week, uh, they hit a, a vein of ore. Okay, of gold. Okay, that kind of stuff. And the the guy who's the number one guy in in Uganda, he goes to the United Nations and he announces on the floor that they have struck thirty one million tons of gold. That's a lot of gold. Street value twelve trillion dollars, and they are now the wealthiest nation on the face of the earth. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, and it's real. It's it's real. Yeah, it's real. This is wow. no, this is no, I'm making something up or a conspiracy. Ooh. It's friggin' real. He announced it on the floor. And then the United States, like, put sanctions on them, you know, to, like, tie things up. And they said, well, guess what? We're no longer exporting any of it. We will manufacture the gold bars ourselves. Well, and then on
2: top of that, they have enough gold to make their currency gold-backed, and then they have the gold to back it up.
0: Well, my thought process is, I go back to thinking of the days of the pirates on the seven seas, okay, pillaging and, you know, trying to claim, and I'm just wondering, my thought process goes, who's going to come for the gold?
2: Oh, no, you're right. That's my
0: thought process. Oh, Who's going to
2: come? Because
0: if they get other African nations to help them to defend the gold, then those but, nations are going to be fighting.
1: But see, but here, here's what they did that was smart. They actually made it public oh, to the did. world. Yeah,
3: which was brilliant. One brilliant
1: million. And here's ton. why: because if any country tries to go in there and take this from them, you don't think for half a second the United Nations won't be stepping in. Well, and everybody will be stepping in and defending them. They'll You'll be screwed if you try to take. They'll that be from stepping them. in for a phenomenal fee. Yes, but I'm just saying for that, a phenomenal. But imagine. I'm just saying though that actually that was a very smart move. To
0: our do. total debt, I think, is like three trillion or four trillion, something like that.
1: Yeah, twelve trillion. Yeah,
0: is what it's worth. Wow. Mm.
2: No, I think our debt's way higher than that because we spent like th- we spent nine trillion in the last what four? No, two years. We printed more money in the last two years than we have in the last. Yeah, but
0: the, but the thing about it is, is, is how much of it is real and how much of it is manufactured. Here, that gold is real. Yeah.
2: I just Two, put U.S. debt.
0: Yeah. Thirty-one million tons. U.S. debt. And isn't it interesting how quiet it's been kept? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been kept quiet. But yeah, uh, this was last week.
2: Wow. Um...
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> right?
2: Wait a minute. Is that...
0: Right?
1: That can't be real. Let's
2: see. Isn't that something? That's, if that is, that's... that's scary. Isn't that something? No. Let's look. What is the U.S. current debt? $23.3 3...
1: 3 trillion. $23.3 trillion.
2: Yeah, that's their U.S. debt right now. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah.
1: they could pay off half of our debt.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> so crazy. Jeez. Yes. And that's more than... That's almost double what they have there. So what was it, 31 million tons of gold? Yeah, so it turned out to be over
1: $12 trillion. But
0: see, here's what somebody said to me. Somebody Hmm. said to me, they said, yeah, well, they're announcing, okay, they're announcing 31 million, and he said, it's probably double. Probably. Probably Wrap your head around that.
2: Yeah, probably. That's so crazy.
0: Wrap your head around that.
2: And you know what? Now they're going to be like the dominant power in Africa now. I mean, no doubt. Oh, it's no question. No way of your butts. Yeah. It's no question. They can buy whatever. Do you no need question. F, what, F-56s? Because I don't know what yeah. F we're on now, and that's probably yeah. future because, technology that yeah. we have imagine? right now that Check we don't the, know about. We
1: can get F-22 Raptors on wholesale. Well,
2: yeah. not even that. Yeah. F-56s might actually be a real thing. We just yeah. don't know can about
0: it. Can you imagine? <laughs> you want to talk about instantaneous respect overnight? Bro. Can you imagine that?
1: Can you imagine the partying they must be doing right now? Fair. Um, I mean, seriously, you know what's coke and, and hookers you can get with twelve trillion dollars.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, live reaction to uh, somebody striking gold, and there's Chance's reaction. <laughs>
0: no, well, the the expression is by hook or by crook, right? There you go. Yeah, that's what I thought. Literally. That's what I heard.
2: <laughs> See, he gets me. <laughs> oh my god, I hate being outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> uh well you know what man they are so partying i started, I started
0: the segment off with pirates sailing the seven seas and pillaging
2: and you brought right. it full circle correct see this is why he needs to have his own podcast this is why you need to keep doing
1: your thing on rumble exactly you really do i mean sure you'll never get paid other people will but it'd be great if you do your own show what are you talking about what? he'll get paid on Rumble. <laughs> do what
2: if his stuff takes off on Rumble, he can get, you get monetized on oh, Rumble. Oh, yeah, on Rumble,
1: so. sure, but not if it makes it to Amazon on audiobooks. Oh, you're not going to make any money. Uh, no, no, oh, no, no. Never that.
0: Well, heck, man, neither are you guys. You I guys know. are sitting here getting robbed.
1: Do you know how much money we should be getting paid right now? All of it tens of dollars. <laughs> and the tens of dollars.
0: Thing, and the interesting thing is, okay, it was after segment two. And I had gone on Amazon for you know just to do my daily looks right mm-hmm. and it clicked over to audiobooks and there was the interview it was the it was the, um, it was the next day after we had shot after we had uh, done the mm-hmm. second interview and it said freaking audiobooks and I'm like I wonder if these guys know that Amazon Amazon is selling their interviews I okay,
1: had no clue because
0: audiobooks but consider the fact that it was me trashing Amazon and they were still selling well, it? Well, what was
1: so funny is that I put our show on certain things. Sure. And I keep finding our show on all this other stuff that I've never put our show on. Oh, yeah? A lot of oh, stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Can you imagine what this I know one's some going to of end it up is on? just kind of automatic because some of them sister one's companies going to end up and such, on? but. Kidding me? Uh, this one will probably wind up on an episode of Criminal Minds, but we'll see. <laughs> oh god!
0: Hey,
1: that was a good show, bro. It, was. it really was.
0: It was.
2: Oh man. Um. Wow. Anyways, um, we definitely got a you back on again. I didn't realize what time it was because everything kind of flew really fast tonight. Oh okay. Yeah.
0: Hey, hey oh. just uh, hit me up and let me
2: know, man. Yeah, absolutely. To um, you fellows anytime. Yeah, no, you're a trip. Um, we really enjoy having you on here. You're a funny dude. You're, you're not only like smart and infamous, but you're funny too. So yeah. you fit right in.
1: All right. So, anyways, guys, we'll be catching y'all next weekend live again. And I hope you all enjoy your weekend and be safe, especially with all this weather we've been having.
0: Yep. And thanks for having me on, gentlemen.
1: You are welcome.
0: Everybody check out
1: Paraprobe. Everybody check out Mr. Herbert Eric Stevens' book.